uh, All right, well, it sounds like we are here at Dairy Farmers Park. Good afternoon. As Craig Revell, Mal Prentice and Michael Neeson all with you to call the action here in what is an important game for the Queanbeyan Tigers to get their finals hopes alive. The Tigers running out onto the field now. Merv Armstrong, the coach of the side, celebrating his 301st appearance in the seniors this afternoon. Now it's going to be a, a pretty tough game for the, for the Tigers today, but uh, the Swans, well, they haven't been in the best form this year. Yeah, good afternoon, Craig. Good afternoon, everyone. And uh, the last time we're out here at Dairy Farmers for the Sydney Swans game, unfortunately, the uh, the Swans were victorious, overrunning the uh, Tigers in the last half. In fact, the Tigers, I think, only put in one good quarter in that game. They were behind at half time, ahead at the three quarter time break, but uh, overrun in the last quarter, particularly by uh, Patrick Vespremi, who's been promoted to the seniors uh, earlier this. Well, earlier in this round. So uh, hopefully the Tigers, after a great win last week against Eastlake in MERS 300, uh, will be looking to uh, make it back-back wins. And I think if they do, they'll uh, jump back into that fourth spot. As we say, good afternoon to Michael Neeson. How are you going, Neeson? Uh, very good. Thanks, Mal. Thanks, Craig. Yes, you're right, Mal. If the, uh, this is an eight-point ball game, really. As we look at the premiership table at the moment, we've got the Belcon and Magpies. They're sitting... On top comfortably on 52, Eastlake on 40, Ainsley on 30, and then there's a bit of a logjam between Sydney and Queanbeyan. Sydney Swans are on 22 points, and the Queanbeyan Tigers on 20. So Queanbeyan Tigers can leapfrog the Sydney Swans with a victory today, and if they do happen to go down, that would make the job a little bit harder for the Queanbeyan Tigers. They would then be six points off the pace. But they got some form back last week. You mentioned Mao about them fading last time against the Sydney Swans, and they've done it a few times this year, but last week was the total opposite. Their last quarter was sensational. I think they might have kicked six or seven goals to East Lakes too, and it was pretty much a dominant display by the Tigers. And uh, let's just hope the Queanbeyan Tigers have that sort of momentum in today, because they will need that against the Sydney Swans side, who started the season very slowly, are just starting to get some better players on their list. And I'll let you run down some of the more senior players in the Sydney Swans list. This is arguably their strongest list so far this season. Yeah, just looking at it, Leo Barry back from uh, a long-term injury. He's going to play here today. Jared Moore, who's got a lot of senior experience. Daniel O'Keefe, he uh, he was the one, along with Vest Premier, that really hurt the Tigers here last time. Uh, Matt Laidlaw's been around for a while. Kristen Thornton back from the seniors. Uh, Jared Crouch, probably in his last season. Eamon Buchanan, I can't believe he's not in the, their best 22 from an AFL point of view, but uh, he's playing out here again. He's played a number of games in the reserves this year. Ryan Brabazon, he's played a couple of senior games. Tim Schmidt, he always looks good, but just doesn't seem to make the grade when he goes up into the AFL team. Mike Pike left out of yesterday's game to play here. Um, they've got Murphy. O'Dwyer's got a lot of experience at this level. Uh, the big Ruckman are real. Gordon Gilchrist, he gives them a lot of drive off the back line. Botton Noonan, May, McNeil. And then a few of the top-up guys down the bottom there, Smith, Wilson, Greenwell and Prouse, both Tuggeranong juniors, the bottom two in there side today. So they've got a, a number of experienced players in uh, Leo Barry, Jared Moore, Kristen Thornton, Jared Crouch, Eamon Buchanan, Ryan Brabazon, Mike Pike. So uh, the Tigers won't have it all their own way. 
Down here at ground level, guys, we have, uh, well, a slight breeze blowing towards the Tigers Club end, and it is uh, going to be a great day today. Good crowd in hand for the matchup, and a real family atmosphere with uh, the Jumping Castle down one end and all the Tiger products. I tell you what, Niso, the... Uh, Tiger products here, uh, you should be decking yourself out with some more of them. There's jumpers and t-shirts and Tiger Sunnies. Now, I reckon they just fit your bill. Uh, Tiger Sunnies, I don't have any of those at home, but um, we seem to be having some technical difficulties here. I'm not quite sure why, but you can hear us at home. If Mal keeps talking, I'll try and work it out from here. All right. Uh both uh, teams out on the ground at this stage. It's uh, reasonably good conditions for uh, football. And uh, the Tigers just running through their uh, lineup. And it's Armstrong, Quaid, Longmore, Satchel, Davis, Irwin, Watman, Kavanaugh. I think it's his 50th first grade game today. Uh, Jakes, Danaher, Powell, Leshke, Griggs, the two Dickinson boys, Scott and Todd, Williams, Iopi, Thompson, Little, Westcombe, Slater, Manny, Elias and Stevens. So they have the advantage of a couple of extra interchanges in this game against uh, Sydney today. Just uh, while we get uh, reset up here with uh, Niso's mic, I think not quite working. Just uh, an update in an AFL score. Port Adelaide are playing West Coast over at Amy Stadium. At quarter time, it was 6-5-41 to 1-1-7 into the second quarter by four and a half minutes. Port Adelaide have added another goal to go to a 40-point lead, 7-5 to 1-1. Now, this is the uh, final game of the round so far, and the games played yesterday, Belconnen 15-16-106, continuing on their merry way. Andrew Ainger only kicked one goal yesterday, I think, so uh, that was a good win with uh, him being well down, beat Eastlake 10-11-71. And uh, Ainsley with 29, 15, 189 to the poor old Hawks, 7, 10, 52. So a big win to Ainsley yesterday afternoon. I think Tim Inkster continued on his merry way. I think he might have got seven yesterday. So uh, there the uh, scores so far in this round. Makes the ladder Belconnen, 52. Eastlake, 40. Ainsley, 30. Sydney at the moment at 22. Queenmen are on 20. And the Hawks down the bottom on 12. So if uh, the Tigers are successful today, they'll leap ahead of the Sydney Swans. They have a much better percentage, the Tigers, 93 before today, and Sydney sitting on 80. Niso, are you with us now? I, I certainly hope so, Mal. I'm not quite sure what happened. I'm not uh, technically au fait with the situation here, but uh, hopefully you can hear me at yeah. home. Yeah, I've got you now as well. Okay, fantastic. You, That's good. I'm sure that... Uh, our hordes of listeners will be very, very happy about that. Especially your friends at Belconnen. They'll be listening in to see Oh, Belconnen, Eastlake, Ainsley, you name it. I've got friends all over uh, the district of Canberra. Hey, and the Eastlake hoodoo continues as uh, Niso got the Tigers home. They haven't won since they kicked us out of the broadcast box there. What was that, mid-season now? Actually, I did pick up the last quarter, Niso, last week on my way back from Melbourne, and it was very... Uh, very entertaining. I heard you uh, mention them banging the box there a few times. So, uh, well done. It's very hard to call a game of footy by yourself, so it was an excellent effort. And uh, I think that was your uh, first win for the Tigers for this year as well, was it? Uh, no, no. I've huh? seen a couple, but there was about three or four of, uh, of the first start of the season where I struggled to, to get the Tigers over the line. And 
Look, last week's call was made so much easier by the performance of the Queen. It was a very exciting last quarter. Obviously, um, there, was, there was a lot hinging on the game. The Tigers needed to, to win to, to maintain any resemblance of a chance of making the finals. And then added to that was the, uh, the fact that it was Mark Armstrong's 300th game. And I, I willed for him to try and get on the score sheet. And that's another interesting point. Mal, I know you've been calling here for a while, and Craig, you've been calling for a number of years too. There wouldn't have been too often that either of you would have seen Mark Armstrong go two matches without scoring a goal. He hasn't scored a goal uh, for the last two rounds. No, very unusual. Um, today's his opportunity. It'll be interesting to see who picks him up, whether Leo Barry goes to him. I know they did name uh, young Gilchrist back. I doubt very much whether he'll get him, but... Uh, it could be a good duel if Leo Barry gets him. Certainly, Merv will have the height advantage on him, and you'd think the fitness. I think this is Leo Barry's first game for quite a while, trying to get back into that senior team. I'm not sure whether he will now that they're basically out of the running in the AFL. He'll probably just run around here, and the seconds might come back in for his farewell game in the last round, uh, along with O'Loughlin. I think Crouch is giving up as well, isn't he? So um, they might all play the last game, but we'll just wait and see who actually goes to Merv. But, yes, it's... Uh, it's his opportunity with Ainger only getting one goal yesterday to get a few back in that race for the leading goal kicker award. Yeah, look, he quite easily could have had Ainger slip away over the last fortnight. But your, your point's valid. It's got to be interesting to see who does line up on, on Merv, more so who lines up on James Kavanagh. James Kavanagh was instrumental in the Queensland Tigers' victory uh, last week. Must have taken somewhere near 15 to 20 grabs. Last time the Swans played out here, Thornton played on... Kavanaugh, and I thought Kavanaugh beat Thornton quite comfortably. So, would you risk a Leo Barry, who's got no match fitness whatsoever, against one of the gut runners of the competition who, in James Kavanaugh, he does cover an enormous amount of ground. So, you'd anticipate um, perhaps Leo Barry starting on him, Thornton going to Armstrong, or maybe vice versa. But I guess a player of Leo Barry's ilk you really need him to be somewhere around the football if you're going to make the uh, the most out of his experience. Well, Leo Barry... Oh, Sorry, if I can interrupt. Yep. Bench for the Tigers, one of the best we've seen in years. Bench is Longmore, Leskey, Grigg, uh, Westcombe and Elias. And uh, Leo Barry has gone to Merv Armstrong. You've got uh, the Tuckernong Junior, Charlie Prowse, playing on Mark uh, Paul Williams, so that's an interesting matchup. And it looks like Thornton's got Kavanagh again. Interesting to see how Merv plays that. Will he take Barry away from the football? Given the fact that Williams is on a younger fella, maybe isolate Williams in the goal scorer against young Prowse. But Mal, I'll let you call the start of the play. Up we go, and it's Scott Dickinson in ruck for the Tigers. They try and win it out through with uh, Slater getting in there. He's tackled immediately. That's Brabbers on wrapping him up, and we'll have another ball up. So it uh, looks like Gilchrist has gone to Chris Davis sort of on half forward. That's an interesting matchup. He's been in good form last week, Chris Davis. Probably won him the game in that last quarter with a couple of great goals as Buchanan gets a quick kick up forward for Sydney. Nobody can really get the bouncing ball. They're coming through, trapping it beautifully was Murphy. First shot on goal is a straight one by Murphy for the Sydney Swans. And they're away. Quick goal there. Good pick up. And uh, just bounced away from the two Tiger defenders and Murphy swooped on it, slotted it straight through. So in the first minute, it's Sydney a goal. Tigers yet to score. Not the start that Queenian would have liked. They didn't get the ball out of the middle. Lucky kick off the ground by Murphy. Got the ball running back in his path and he was able to slot through quite a comfortable goal from 30 metres out. Queenian obviously need to respond. 
Early days yet here, beautiful day here at Dairy Farmers Park. Dickinson in the ruck again, wins that tap down, picked up by Danaher. Quick kick around the corner, Kavanagh pushed under the football. Should get a free kick for holding on. Yeah, definitely manhandled there by Thornton. I think Thornton's going to have some nightmares about the last time these two players lined up on each other. And Kavanagh, as I said earlier, probably the best player on the ground in Queensland's great victory last weekend. And he will line up from about 35, 40 metres out. Slight angle, kicking towards the Queanbeyan Tigers club end. The wind is going towards the Tigers club end slightly. Two men on the mark, not sure that's legal, but Kavanagh. Slots it straight through the middle, great response for the Queanbeyan Tigers. That's Kavanagh's first and his 27th goal of the season. We are locked away here at Dairy Farmers Park at one goal apiece. We are three minutes into this first quarter. The bench for the Swans, Oriole, May, Greenwell and Prowse. Right, ball coming back to the middle. Pretty experienced uh, lineup at the middle there for Sydney. They've got Pike in the ruck, Buchanan, Jared Crouch, and Tim Smith in there. So plenty of experience as our female uh, AFL Canberra umpire is about to put it back into play. She throws it up. Pike wins it down. In comes Bravazon, but he can't get it. Going through Little gets a quick kick forward for the Tigers. It's a bad bounce. Out comes Armstrong, picks it up, tackled straight away. That should be a ball up. In fact, that's what the umpire says. Held into him, so he was tackled by about three or four Sydney players. Umpire about to throw it back into play. Centre-half forward for the Tigers. Dickinson won it down. Nobody can really break free now. The Swans have got it. Oh, he ran a long way. Handball to Schmidt's a bad one. Chopped off by Powell. Handball over the top. Kavanagh, can he hook it back? He does, but the kick went nowhere. Picked up by Sydney in the back line. Now that's a high tackle, that's a free kick against Powell, going one around the chops, it's O'Keefe with the free. Goes on quickly across the ground, Barry marks it, basically in the uh, goal square. Comes to this side of the ground, looking for his uh, teammate in Gordon, who takes a nice chest mark, Gilchrist let it go to him. On the mark there, Thompson for the Tigers, called to play on, so he goes back into the centre corridor, he's got a couple of players loose. And taking good mark there, Prowse for Sydney. One of the top-up players, goes out wide, looking for his teammate, finds him. This is Buchanan, away goes, caught, gets a quick handball away to Schmidt. Now another handball into the forward line. Buchanan running forward, shot on goal, is away to the right. And through for a behind. Sydney take the lead, though. They're 1-1-7. The Tigers are one straight goal, five gone first quarter. And Sydney controlling the tempo of the game. Guys, already Sydney has really shown that they want to hold the ball up as much as possible and just control possession. Yeah, good movement by the Sydney Swans so far. In the opening stanza here, Mitch Danher gets a kick around the corner from the half-back line for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Cut off there by Gordon. He goes in, but that's not a good kick. Should be cut off there by Slater. Picks it up now. Handballs to Chris Davis, star of last week's victory over Eastlake. Not a good handball. If he was searching for the boundary line, he accomplished that. He had two players there to choose from. One was Kane Stevens, who kicked arguably the best goal I've seen in my football time last week, and Kavanagh. And the boundary umpire will throw it in. Dickinson. Up goes uh, Todd Dickinson, wins the tap in the end. Picked up by Kane Stevens. Amble across, missed there by Powell. Good pressure there by Jason Satchel. Smothered the handball by Buchanan, and the ball goes out of bounds in front of the Queanbeyan Tigers dugout. Ball about to come back into play as a reel's coming on for uh, Sydney. Ball back in, short throw in. It's trapped by Todd Dickinson at the front. Quick kick into the forward lane at the back. Williams read it better. 
and took a chest mark and went over the uh, key forward's head. And in fact, I think he's going to play a free kick to Armstrong for pushing the back. So Williams marked it anyway. Greg and Iopi going on, guys, for uh, Powell and Satchel, who's just having a break. And interesting, Oriel went straight down to the forward line there and picked up by Neil Irwin. Cansar saw the free kick. Armstrong kicks his first goal for a fortnight and his 52nd goal of the campaign. And that should make it 734 in a quite phenomenal career for Armstrong. Queensland Tigers take the lead here at Dairy Farmers Park. It's your Tigers. They're on two goals straight. That's 12 points to the visiting team, the Sydney Swans. They're 1-1-7. Interesting start here, Mal. The Sydney Swans moving the ball quite nicely, but uh, Tigers are in front and we'll be very happy with the situation as we speak. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Craig picked up that mismatch in height and they've sent Jakes back to pick up a reel there at full back now. So uh, quickly spotted by the coaching staff of the Tigers, that height mismatch in the back half. Must be listening to the call, mate. Uh, you might have told them, Craig. You're close enough down there. That was a good throw back to the boundary umpire too, Craig. Very first nice. possession of the season. Yeah, first one for a few years. Ball still in the middle here. Nobody can really break free. And the umpire calls for a secondary bounce over at Amy Stadium. It's Port 7648 to the West Coast 3220. 15 gone, second quarter. Umpire throws it back up. Big slap from Quaid. Second man up. But somebody's given away a free kick to Pike. Probably against Dickinson. So he goes for the quick handball. This is Jared Moore finishing up with it. Goes out looking for the uh, player out there. That's a good mark from Gordon. He's been prominent early in the game. Finds Gilchrist. And this guy likes to run through the middle of the ground. And he's done it again. And he'll line it up from... Well, he'll need to kick it from right on the 50. Doesn't. Goes for a short pass. He's got to play loose. And that's bad checking by the Tigers' defence. And this is O'Keefe, who carved them up here last time. And you need to man up on him. He's got Todd Dickinson on him. Well, he's the man on the mark. I'm not sure he's his direct opponent. But Daniel O'Keefe, he's kicked quite a few goals this season. I think we're just checking for it. Well, 18. I reckon six of those were against the Tigers out yeah. here last round. Yeah. He and Vest Premier kicked most of them. His kick's on its way. It doesn't get the distance, which is unusual from inside the 50. And that's offhand through for behind for the Sydney Swans. They get a 1-2-8. But they trial the Tigers, who are two straight goals, 12. Seven-minute mark of the first term, and Tigers football brought to you by the Tigers Club on QBN FM. 20 Queen Bar Road, your Tigers Club, a great place for a meal. You can check out what's going on at the Tigers Club at www.tigersclub.com.au. Watman brought the ball in. Ball was picked up by Buchanan. Now the hands of O'Keefe. He goes towards a loose player over his head. Picked up now by the Swans. Kick around the corner. It's high and not very handsome there by Murphy. Goes to a pack of players. Ira was in there for the, for the Swans. Picked up there by Danaher. Plenty of players around the football here. Picked up by Watman. He's dumped. Ball not coming out. Finally, the Swans are trying to get the ball out. In there for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Oh, there's a wall of players in there. The umpire's going to be forced to ball it up. Desperation down there by the Tiger defence. City Swans working hard to maintain the ball in their forward 50. Ruckman to go at it. It'll be Oral and Dickinson. Over the top comes Matt Little, but there's a free kick being seen. It's a holding free kick. It goes to the way of the Queanbeyan Tigers, and I didn't see that one either. It'll go towards Scott Dickinson. He palms off to, uh, no, to Slater. Runs himself into a bit of trouble. Gets out of it with a handball to Irwin. On his left, not his natural kicking 
foot. Nicely done. Goes towards Quaid. Handball out wide now is to Mitch Danaher. Grubby looking kick. Not a good disposal there by Mitch. Picked up there by Dwyer. Dwyer for the Swans has loose players. That player out in the wing is Moore. Gets a handball out wide. Swans go forward now. Oriel's on the lead. Jark should have a bit too much class for Oriel. Seen Oriel play a couple of times. Um, I know there's big raps on him, but I really haven't seen anything from him to suggest that he's got a a future in in the senior list. He's got a lot of improvement to be done, if that's the case. Yeah, I think Mike Pike would be well ahead of him at the moment. As uh, Dickinson and Ariel do the ruck contest, he won it down at the back, but he couldn't find a teammate. Going Quaid, can't pick it up, it spills out of the pack. Swans have got it, well, if they can pick it up, they do. Brabber's on, he turns around, centres it to the top of the square, up they all go, nobody can take the mark. Slapped away by the Tiger defence, but straight to Murphy, who turns around and slots his second... And Sydney's second for the afternoon. They take the lead back. They're 2-2-14. They lead the Tigers. Two straight goals. We've had 10 minutes first quarter. Lethke and Satchel about to go on. Satchel for his second visit. And uh, I think this is Lethke's first time out on the ground. One thing that's concerning me already, guys, is we've... I guess we've been critical of the Tigers zoning off and, and lack of manning up down defence. Now, with the way the Sydney Swans use the ball, they're definitely the best user of the football in the competition. If you're not close enough to your man, you're definitely going to get found out by the skill level of these Sydney Swans players. Barry Swap with Laidlaw there as the ball up takes place. No one getting a clean position. Eventually, the Swans kick it off the ground, but Tigers will get the carry away with Leschke. Goes back to his teammate in Thompson. Looks up forward, but it's cut off by Buchanan. Interestingly, Mike Pike's gone back to pick up Armstrong with Barry going off. So, a reel into the ruck. Buchanan with the ball for Sydney. Goes for a bit of a job. Huge lead there from Prowse. And Not he's found his on it. teammate Brabber's on who's completely loose. Back to uh, Buchanan with the handball. He can have a shot here if he wants. He goes for the pass. Although there's a Swans player down in back play. Not sure what happened there. But into an open goal. O'Keefe, he slotted it. And there's a Tiger player down as well in back play. So it's all happening here. That was Daniel O'Keefe with the uh, left foot check side through for a goal. It's Roy Jarks on the ground, fellas. And that's Sydney play. I'm not sure why he finished up on the ground because he was nowhere near the play. But uh, Sydney 3-2-20 now. Tigers 2 straight 12 in a spot of bother with uh, some of the experienced guys just running rampant through the middle at the moment. Mm. Griggs just came off a few moments ago and Westcombe came on for the Tigers and Jarks is still limping out there as the ball comes back to the centre. It's the 14-minute mark of the first term. Tigers football on QBNFM. Yeah, back in the middle, Dickinson against Oriole. Dickinson gets the tap into the advantage of the Queenie Tigers. No one able to get there for the Tigers. Ball's on the ground. Umpire's paid a free kick for too high against Iopi. Bit lucky there is Oil. Hands off to Smith. Smith goes long. Loose player down there for the Swans. Tigers got to be a bit more uh, cur- or conscious of their players down here. Handball over the top by O'Keefe. Around the corner by the Swans. Flying shot at goal is missed to the right-hand side of the post. And right now it's all Sydney. Queenie Tigers struggling to get their hands on the football. Need to be a bit tighter, do the Tigers. I hope he comes off. Powell comes on. Hey, you're doing out of me a job. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Uh, Slater kicks the ball to himself, runs a further 15 metres, goes long. Powell, you're behind. Works his way in front. Gets the punch away from Buchanan. Picked up now by Brabazon. Turns in board. Loose players again everywhere for the Swan. Smith's on the end of a handball. Received that from Murphy. Handballs to Crouch. Crouch on the fly from about 45. 
Another minor score to the Sydney Swans, but now they're peppering away here. They're 3-4-22. Queanbeyan Tigers, two straight 12. Yeah, their experienced players are playing really well at the moment. As the kick-in from Todd Dickinson finds Powell. Still inside defensive 50. Goes looking for Scott Dickinson. Missed him by a mile. Going in Buchanan should pick it up. He's got help from Brabazon. Now he's got a loose player. It's Murphy. He's been everywhere in this first quarter as well. Short pass into the forward pockets. Taking the mark. So Swans looking dangerous again. This time it's Gordon. He centres it. The Tigers, well, should have taken the mark. It was punched away from Jakes. Thompson's got a problem. Got a handball away to his teammate. Sold him directly into trouble. But the umpire said it was held to him. Damon Buchanan off and May goes on for the Swans. Tigers will be happy with that because Buchanan's been on fire so far. Ball up right near the Swans' oh, goals. Hits, hits tap straight to... Moore, handball to Murphy for goal number three, slotted it and that's Sydney's fourth just ambled through, way too easy and Moore got out of about four tackles there to give him the handball so Murphy with three goals Swans have four, they're 4-4-28 Tigers are two straight 12, 15 gone first quarter Todd Dickinson there was looking to come off but then got yelled to go out to the far side wing as uh, it looks like Scott Dickinson's got a fair bit of clout coming out of the right eye as he uh, comes over the boundary line now. Not good signs here for the Tigers. They're kicking with a couple of goal breeze. Quaid's in the ruck now due to the fact that Dickinson's off the ground. Didn't win the tap. Was won by Oriel. Powell can't pick up the ball. He's trying to find the handball. Get a handball. Gets a handball across to Davis. Liskey's in trouble now. Westman appears to be hung on by Brabazon. No free kick. Picked up there by Manny. Coming off a 10-goal game in the twos last week. Handball's across to Quaid. Goes out wide. Kavanagh in good position. Goes over his head. Prouse is there for the Swans. Cut off the handball. There is Williams. And off hands and goes out of bounds. Left forward pocket for the Queanbeyan Tigers. It's going to be a free kick to Sydney. I, I think... Prowse was thrown to the ground after he got rid of it, so he's got a free. Can't afford to do that when you're already up against it. And Now, given the state of the uh, the premiership table, I would have anticipated the Tigers would be a bit more desperate than they have been so far. They haven't got near the football in the first 15 minutes of this match. As uh, Keith brings it out, marked by Tim Schmidt, he just leaves power for dead. Away goes, up towards the centre wing. Two swans here. They can't mark it. Can they find it on the ground? Yes, they do. This is Gordon. He's been prominent early in this game as well. He goes back and across. It's effective. O'Keefe. No one was on him here last time and no one's on him again. He gets the ball, dodges around Watman, goes back to Jared Moore. He sets it up. Short pass. A two, a beautiful kick to advantage. And Jared Crouch just wanders back into the space. Marks it 15 metres out directly in front. And we saw this last time we played here that the uh, Tigers just couldn't find a man and they still can't. I think the problem is the, uh, the Swans are too quick. Far too quick. Their skills are far too slick. And they're making the Queanbeyan Tigers look second rate here out at Dairy Farmers Park. Fortunately for the Queanbeyan Tigers, it is early days, but uh, the signs are not good. This should be the City Swans' fifth goal. Crouch. Oh, he made the umpire move a little bit, but it's true. And Crouch kicks his first of the afternoon. And the City Swans go further in front already. Nine scoring shots. Five goals, four, 34 to the Queanbeyan Tigers. Two straight goals, 12. And Craig, just having a look at the ground conditions, they're perfect. A bit of wind going towards the Queanbeyan Tigers club end. 
How many goals do you think are in favour of that breeze? Well, I thought it was a two-goal breeze myself as Leo Barry comes back on as Smith goes off. and I don't know who up there has got their phone right next to the box, but it's going off all the time. Well, nobody in here, mate, but anyway... We can't hear a thing, Craig. God, <laughs> must be yours. Ball coming I'm not back. that popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Buchanan getting ready to come back on for Sydney as well, so... In the middle, Geordie Longmore now as they patch up uh, Scotty Dickinson. Hopefully he'll be right to come back on shortly. A real one at straight to Moore, straight to Crouch. Back into attack they go again. O'Keefe loses his man, but there's Tigers getting back to help out. That's good work by Slater. Turns around, gets the handball to Watman. Just play on. He does. Goes to Thompson. Back to Watman. Well, back to Slater. Kick at somebody. They're mucking around with a handball. Here we go. They're going to lose it. Turns it over. Schmidt gets it back to his teammate. Here's Gilchrist. Well, he went for a kick, but he handled it to Murphy. Why wouldn't you? Loads it up. He's got a player in the pocket, but he can't keep it in. It's over the line. Buchanan goes on for Schmidt. One thing that's interesting, Mal, if you look at the lineup in the middle of the ground there during the ball up, Queanbeyan Tigers have all their players on the defensive side, and their City Swans Ruckman just have to tap it to their players on the uh, the right hand side of the uh, the dial and. Uh, Queenie Tigers have no players there whatsoever. Oh, kicked off the ground there by Satchel. Tried to get some yardage for the Queenie Tigers, and all he's done is kick the ball out of bounds on the full. Smarter play would have been to just paddle across the line, and the Sydney Swans will take the relieving free kick. They're about 70 metres around from their goal at all the plays so far in the first 20 minutes of this first quarter. Still working on Dickinson in the shed, Sky. Free kicks in the hands of Crouch, so you know that this will be used. He goes short. Oh, good work there by Johnny Elias, outmanoeuvred O'Keefe. Ball comes to ground. Man of the moment is Murphy. Picks the ball up, gets a handball. Round the corner to the Swans to the hot spot. And there is where all good forwards should be in front. And it is Jake Oral, the ruckman. Geordie Longmire was left in his wake. Now, criticise him already in the first 20 minutes. Let's see how he goes. He's going to line up from about 35. 50 metre penalty. Oh, that's that's that's, that's terrible football by the Queanbeyan Tigers. I think it was Irwin over yeah. the mark. Yeah, Irwin's got his. There's no reason to go over the mark there. Irwin's got his hands out wide, pleading his case. But I don't know what happened there. But this would be an absolute monty now for Oriel. Shouldn't miss this, and doesn't. There's a Swans sixth goal already. Tigers up against it. Six goals, four. That's 40. Queanbeyan Tigers two twelve. And Mal, there's a long, long way to go, but uh, there's also a big margin already in the game. Yeah, well, this is turning out to be a replica of this game out here earlier in the season where the same thing happened. We all expected uh, the Tigers just to uh, run straight over the top of Sydney, but it's the other way around at the moment, and they're getting smashed in the middle. That's the problem for the Tigers at the moment. They just can't win a clearance. They've got uh, Longmore in Ruck, Powell's in there, Danaher and Griggs. They just can't seem to get it out. The uh, Sydney guys are well on top. As we come up to time on first quarter, it's 6.440 to two straight 12. Good news is Jax has just come out of the shed, so he's uh, warming up once again. Now he's got his knee taped up. As Powell held without it, it'll give a free kick in the middle. I'm surprised it's taken so long now. That, that ball up, Queenman Tigers finally went a bit of man-on-man. Man. It's taken six Sydney Swans goals for someone to wake up and say, we're getting smashed here. Too long by the Queenman Tigers senior players to see that. We can see it from here after the first ten minutes. As the uh, kick is wide, it goes to Davis. 
He has a long shot at goal. It's into the goal square. Williams, will he take a hanger? No, he couldn't take it. And it's through for a Tigers behind. First one of the afternoon. 2-1-13 as Sydney bring it back in. They trail 6-4-40 up to centre wing. Gordon takes the mark. Little just looked like he was getting his uh, ribs taped up as Eamon Buchanan goes flying down the wing. Silly time for a, a new change there. He had a Queanbeyan Tiger player in Weston come off just as Buchanan was running past him. Big leap down. It's got to be a free kick, umpire. Once you fly that high and don't take the mark, his hands were in the back there, were O'Keefe. Should have been a free kick to the Queanbeyan Tigers. Not paid. And the ball is rushed over the line in front of the Tobin Brothers sign. Out of side, half forward line for the Sydney Swans. But how that wasn't a free kick is beyond me now. Yeah, not a legitimate attempt to mark it. That one I wouldn't have thought. It was just uh, an attempted hanger that got nowhere near the ball. So Prouse comes off after a good run there. Wilson goes on for him. And uh, Prouse has been showing something out there as a young fella. Well, he's, he's able to do that because the Sydney Swans are on top here. Ball comes back into the Swans' four line. In front like all good forwards. Handball off. I think this is Brabazon, is it, or Smith? He's hit the post. It was Smith. You can tell by the size of the shorts. That was definitely Smith. And he has hit the right forward goal post. Lucky for the Queanbeyan Tigers. They are under the pump here at Dairy Farmers Park. Watman brings the ball in. Loose player is Thompson. Tigers just need to calm down a little bit here. Short pass. Longmore should take the mark and does. Hands off to Little. Didn't really need to handball it to him. Put him under pressure. Short pass. Queanbeyan Tigers are very short here. Handball to Dickinson from Davis. Goes for the spearing pass. Well done there by the Sydney Swans player and Leo Barry. Sport Mark Armstrong's chest mark. And the Swans will relieve the pressure. Kick out of defence there by Booten Noonan. And Buchanan's got it again out near the scoreboard. Brings it inboard. Looking for his teammate. Well, that's almost a mark. It is. Well, he got a free kick. It's Murphy again. He's got a teammate just ambling past. I think it's Gilchrist. He loves a goal and he slotted it. Pause. Moores heads back out for the Swans as Iopi is waiting for the interchange now. Seven goals, five plays, two goals, one as we're into time on at the 22-minute mark of the first time. Tigers really need to lift. It's could be all over by half-time. Well, they've just got to follow the men down. Like uh, Taylor Gilchrist just loves kicking goals from the back line and uh, nobody followed him up. Chris Davis, I think, is on him, so you just got to keep an eye on him. Otherwise, he'll, uh, he'll run down and kick four or five on you. Back in the middle, and Sydney get it out again. Brabazon's got it. And out wide, Big Cannon. Somebody needs to pick him up. Little's way too far away from him. This is uh, Gilchrist again running down the ground, looking for Oriole. Dropped the mark, picks it up on the ground. Back to Buchanan. Back to his teammate. They're out near the scoreboard. They're trying to centre it. They've got uh, Schmidt loose in the middle if they can get it to him. Here's uh, Buchanan with another possession looking for Murphy. Bounced in front of him. The three Tigers there, but Murphy still got it. Schmidt's still loose in the forward 50. That's not good for the Queanbeyan Tigers. As the Tigers finally win it out of the back half and uh, send it around to centre wing. And that's uh, Kavanagh, Miles, or it might be uh, Manny, is it? He gets it on quickly. Danaher's got a bit of room to move if the ball bounces well for him. He picks it up now. He's got uh, players coming out and Merv on a lead. Takes the mark in front of Leo Barry. Just too quick off the mark. Yeah, he made about two leads that time and got Barry behind him eventually and that was a good result. This uh, is probably right on his kicking distance, this one. He's got the breeze behind him, so hopefully that uh, will assist. Well, the way the guys are getting going at the other end, you'd think they were kicking with a win. It's a good kick off the boot, uh, but unfortunately it just drifts away and hits the post. 
So when the Tigers badly needed one, they only get a behind. Loose and Swans immediately switch it to the grandstand side where there's plenty of open football. High kick from uh, Gordon's not good. Slater will get in and cut it off. Plays on quickly. He doesn't know what to do. He's got that many people leading to him, so he just pumps it long with a mongrel helicopter torp, and it's away to the right. Never looked like being a goal for another behind. So 2 3 15, but they trail 7 5 47. Bit of panic there by Slater. Ball's taken there by Brabazon. Hands off to Moore. Swan's running the ball well out of defence. Haven't, don't look like missing a target at the moment. Ball goes towards their half forward line. So quick transition into their forward line. Jark's in best position. Gets a good bounce. Handball off now to Iopi. Back to Jark's in the 1-2. Handball across to Matt Little. Puts himself under a bit of pressure. Now has some time. Kicks from the centre of Dairy Farmers Park. Up long to Williams. Good direct football by the Colombian Tigers. Got the ball in the forward line quickly. And Williams... A little bit too good there for Wilson now. Got in front, and he's a beautiful mark of the football. Once he popped himself in front, there's only going to be one winner, and Williams now. Go back and have a shot for goal. Tigers need this one. He's kicked 26 goals so far this season as Paul Williams. Good-looking kick off the boot, but he's hooked it a little bit and misses the left-hand side of the uprights. Uprights up at the Queanbeyan Tigers club end and Queanbeyan Tigers crawl to two goals for 16. The visitors are on 7 5, 47. At least I've had a bit more of the ball in the last couple of minutes, uh, Queanbeyan, as the kick in is out to this grandstand side and the Tigers mark it again through Gordon. That's Gilchrist this time. They're just too quick for Davis. I'll need to make a change there, I think, the Tigers. Barry coming off. It's taken a long time, so surely it's play on. He just kicks it long, but in front is... Uh, <laughs> Irwin was pulled out by Johnny Elias then, and that was a good move. But now Elias just... He's looking at a sea of red and white, not too much black and gold. He goes to top. It's long. At the back is uh, Roy Jakes coming through. Leshke couldn't trap it. All Sydney at the front. Ball spills off hands. Davis goes in. Brabber's on on the ground. It's uh, an ugly pack. Quaid picks it up. Tackled straight away by about four of them. And the umpire calls for a ball up. Almost quarter time here. It's Sydney 47 leading the Tigers 16. And those three quick behinds. Crucial misses for the Tigers as the ball's still in the same place. Sydney trying to break free of the tackle. Umpire will be forced to ball it up again, I think. He is. As uh, virtually all players in the front half of the ground here in the Tigers' forward line, so it's a real uh, stack up as Sydney break free with Pike going back to Thornton with a handball. Now to Crouch, finds a bit of room, goes for a run, has a bounce, out towards the scoreboard. O'Keefe bounces in front of him, traps it beautifully. He's got Brabbers on running loose in the middle of the ground. He uh, takes the mark. Called the play on. Slow build up here from Sydney, but here's Laidlaw running down the ground unopposed, and he'll take the mark 20 metres out. And again, slack checking by the Queen in the fence. That was great running by Laidlaw. He started moving into space from the uh, half back flank and just went straight down, and eventually he was rewarded with hard running. It was slow build up, but the beauty of it is Brabazon took his time and waited for the appropriate uh, player to be free and just a skill. Brabazon uh, pretty much kicked over a Queanbeyan Tiger player to the run of Laidlaw. Hit him on the chest. Siren goes. 
Laidlaw's kick is not going to register a goal. It does register the minor, though. And it's the Sydney Swan. Big first quarter here at Derry Farmers Park. Seven goals, six forty-eight. The Queanbeyan Tigers with all to do. Two four sixteen. Pretty healthy margin already of thirty-two points. And I guess when you think about how much football the Sydney Swans had, it could have been a lot worse for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Thirteen scoring shots to six tells its own story. And the Tigers mouth, they've got a lot of work to do, particularly with the Sydney Swans going with this breeze in the next quarter. Yeah, completely overrun in that first quarter. The, uh, the Sydney Swans' experience was just uh, way too much, as was their uh, speed. And uh, they've got a lot of work to do. They need to slow the game down a bit, I think, the Tigers. Just hang on to the footy, play a bit of possession, keep things off for a while, just to uh, try and see if that just breaks up the momentum of the Sydney Swans because the way they were just running the ball at will around the outer side of the ground, Buchanan in particular, Brabazon, these types of guys, the guys we expected to get a lot of the football for Sydney uh, are getting a lot of it, and they're just carving Tigers up at the moment. So if, for mine, I'd, um, I'd try and slow it down a bit, play keepings off for a little while, break up their momentum, and just see if they can't work themselves back into the game. Guys, Scott Dickinson still on the hand of the trainers in the shed. It looks like they're uh, getting towards some finishing touches on the uh, patch-up on the eye there. Yeah, might well have had some stitches there to the eye, but for me it comes down to accountability. Unfortunately, the Queanbeyan Tigers, I mean, you always look a bit slow when you're behind your opposition. I think Queanbeyan Tigers need to be a bit more accountable. I think Armstrong will be telling his players that you need to know where your opponent is when we haven't got the football. Then when we have the football, you can run. And you always know when the Queanbeyan Tigers have had a bad quarter now because Armstrong gets them in together yep. and then they break up into their group. So he has his spray and then they think about it amongst their own... Uh, core of defence, midfield and backline. Pretty good spray as well there, uh, guys. You allowed uh, to repeat any of it, Craig? I can tell you that he said they're playing at 80% and he wants them to lift. Well, if that's their 80%, their 80% is nowhere near good enough. I would say they're at about 50 and the Swans are uh, easily above the 100. But looking at the stats here, and you know how bad the Tigers have been when they've only had 56 disposals in a quarter of football and usually... Uh, they're up around the, uh, the 80 and 90 mark. So, Creamy Tigers definitely being starved of the football. But we'll have a look at some of the leading stat getters. I won't go through the whole list because there's a lot of embarrassing uh, ones and zeros amongst them. Slater for the Queanbeyan Tigers leads the way with six. Mitchie Danaher has five. And then you have Chris Davis, James Kavanagh, Mark Powell and Chris Thompson on four. The rest of them obviously are less than four. So that is six players who have had four or more possessions. Not enough of the football in black and gold hands, Mal. Absolutely. If, you, uh, if you're going to have stats that low, you are going to get absolutely smashed. So maybe they are lucky to be only 32 points in arrears at the quarter time break. Probably one, probably one of those quarters where one team can't play any better and the other team can't play any worse, to be honest. Um, and every week we seem to say this, Mark Armstrong's first message is find a man and pick him up. Like, how many times does he have to say it as the coach? Yeah, look, I don't know. I mean, I've expressed numerous occasions uh, that, that footballers generally, a lot of the times, aren't the smartest individuals, but this group of players just totally reinforces that fact because, as you say, for probably 18 months now, we've seen it from up here, and I'm sure that the healthy crowd here at Dairy Farmers Park, a lot of kids here, uh, it was the day where they were celebrating... Uh, Mark Armstrong's 300th at uh, Dairy Farmers Park. Obviously, he played that last week at Monica Oval, but 
The day's been put on for him. Having the swans here adds another bit of spice to it. But everybody at the ground here would be disappointed with that first quarter performance. None more so than us. We have seen this, as we've said on many, many occasions. Queenland Tigers too loose. Um, we can't say they've overused the football because they haven't had it in their hands. So that's one positive. But the Queenland Tigers need to get their hands on the football. They need to man up. You said it correctly, Mal, that the senior players are the Sydney Swans. Your Crouches. Um, who else? O'Keefe. O'Keefe. Um, uh, Buchanan. They've just got the ball yeah. at will and they're sharing amongst themselves and they know. Uh, we've got Craig down there. You've uh, been listening to the uh, Swans huddle there, Craig. Yes, and the coaching staff setting a target score for the Swans. He wants them at 100 by half-time after the start they got away with. He said they will... Well, actually, Paul Crouch said he wants the team to be relentless. The coach he sort of validated that comment and said, yes, relentless. We want to keep going forward. Don't worry about moving it sideways and backwards. We want to keep driving forward, going towards the corridor. I'm a tad fearful of what we're going to see in this second quarter because they've kicked seven goals against the two-goal breeze. They're now kicking with that breeze, and uh, I reckon that 100 point is probably a fair assessment by the Sydney Swans. So if they're 100 and the Queanbeyan Tigers are even 30 or 40, she's game over already. Yeah, but uh, it's all going to start in the middle here for uh, the Tigers. are completely obliterated in the centre clearances. I don't think they actually won one in that. They might have won the last one. Something else I noticed, guys, is Scott Diggerson now changing his jumper, so hopefully he will be uh, ready to go back on soon. But uh, Geordie Longmore has got quite a noticeable cut just below his eye, and I think he might have come into the game with that because I don't remember seeing him getting the work done throughout that first quarter. Yeah, I think he got that last week, uh, Craig, in that win against Eastlake. I've just pointed out here, looking at the stats there, we've got 56 possessions, which is pretty low in itself, but one thing that amazes me is how often the Queanbeyan Tigers have a handball-to-kick ratio of 1-1, to and we've got it again today, 27 kicks to 29 handballs. We know they're not getting their hands on the ball often enough, but surely if you, ha- if you do have the ball in your hands, you've got to get it down into a scoring position. You're not really going to do that by hand. So Queanbeyan Tigers need to get their hands on the football and need to kick the ball long to give their forwards an opportunity to get some scores. Just checking the AFL before we get underway here. Half time in Adelaide, it's Port 10868, West Coast 3321. And down at the MCG, it's Richmond 4125, North Melbourne 139. In the middle of the ground, it's Longmore against Pike. Pike wins the tap. Shark there by, looks like Danaher. Just got to kick the ball too slow, looking for the handball option when the kick was the better one. Ball's in the hands of Buchanan now. Goes deep into all the four line. Should be marked there by Johnny Elias in front of his opponent, and is. And the relieving kick by Johnny Elias will come out towards Mark Powell. Who takes it on his chest. Quick handball to Todd Dickinson. Round the corner kick. Well, Manny worked under it illegally, says the umpire. Free kick. So it'll come back to Johnny. That's got to be 50 metres. The ball has not been given back on the fall. And you're back when I was playing. That was 50 every time. Yep, not paid. So uh, Manny, after... 10 goals last week in the seconds goes looking for Quaid. Second grab, should be paid. And that's probably arguably 50 again. Grabbed after he took the mark. He plays on quickly. Up looking for uh, the forward line, but it's all Sydney in front. Thornton getting there first. Goes back to uh, Leo Barry with a handball. He finds Jared Crouch. We've seen that quite a, uh, a deal in the uh, AFL. He goes long looking for Murphy. He's got a bit of room to work in front of uh, Irwin. He chops it around the corner. Is that out on the full? No, it must have bounced. 
And Irwin wants to have a go here. Well, he's already had three goals kicked on him, so... Well, Murphy kicked that out of his hand. It's uh, probably arguable that might have been kicking in danger. But uh, umpire didn't agree. Well, that would be the rule that doesn't exist anymore, isn't it, Nisa? Oh, mate, I wouldn't have a clue. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't read the rule book. I never did and I never will. As Tigers break out of the uh, back line through Jake's... He's got terrible a kick. terrible kick. He was looking for his uh, teammate out there, but missed him by a long way. And Sydney working back into the middle. It's with Bot Noonan. Goes for a handball. Brabazon goes to Jared Ball. Brabazon put down after he got rid of it. That'll be a free kick down the ground, I think. Crowd's getting frustrated here. Players are getting frustrated. This could be uh, this could blow out pretty soon if the Queanbeyan Tigers don't concentrate on football. Poor free kick given away there by Chris Davis. So it comes back to Brabazon. Short pass. He's got a player on the lead. It's probably Murphy again. It bounces well in front of him, and it'll dribble over the line, and we'll have a boundary throw in. He had 20 metres on Irwin then. It, it baffles me how a Sydney Swans player in their own forward line can have 20 metres on his direct opponent. Especially from a uh, stop play uh, situation. In ruck, Longmore won it down at the front. It's all Sydney. They go back to Moore, back to Buchanan, back to Moore. Good handballs. Kick into the dangerous spot. And at the back, it's all Sydney. Marked by O'Keefe. Turns around. Quick snap on goal. Which way will it bounce? Fortunately for the Tigers, away to the left and through from behind. First score of the quarter to Sydney. They go to 7-7-49. Tigers are 2-4-16. And Scott Dickinson now back out on the bench. He's wearing jumper 22. Thanks for that, Craig. Ball comes out towards Jarks. Left back pocket for the Queen Mid-Tiger. He's really got no one to kick to, so he's got to go long to a contest. Manny makes the lead. He's up against two Swans. Big leap there by the Sydney Swans player was O'Dwyer, and in doing so, he gave a free kick to Manny. Great result for the Queen Mid-Tigers. They were outnumbered. Manny's kick's not a good one. It should be cut off quite easily there by Thornton. I tell you what, she gave the uh, free kick there for a push in the back. I didn't think two knees in the back was necessarily a push in the back free kick. I think he might have used the hands he didn't, to, uh, I to get it. up. I watched it. It was a great leap. Was it? Okay. Didn't take the mark. Free kick. Ball goes in the forward line. City Swans player should get a free kick from the back. Not seen by the umpire. Saddle was put on there by the Queanbeyan player in Chris Thompson. And uh, I thought that might have been a free kick, but luck's a fortune to the Queanbeyan Tigers. The ball's out of bounds. News isn't getting better for the Tigers here. This wind is picking up. It's probably a four-goal breeze now. Pike in front. Went straight down to Moore. He'll run in and kick a goal. Does. And you can see the wind just forcing that ball to the right then. So this breeze definitely picked up here. Mike Pike, beautiful tap straight to Moore. No one nearing for the Tigers. And he just ran in and kicked the easiest goal of the day. Sydney go to 8 They lead the Tigers stuck on 2-4-16. Tigers Club football brought to you by your Tigers Club, 20 Queen Bar Road. They're proud sponsors of QBFM football. You can check out what's going on at the Terrace Bistro or anywhere in the club by logging on to www.tigersclub.com.au. Thanks for that, Craig. Ball's in the middle. It's a pack of players down there. Free kick to Powell. Plays on. Has to get rid of the football now. Uses his speed with the left foot. Goes high. Good punch away by the Swans' defence. In there for the Queen of Tigers. Could have got a free kick. Ball comes out to Danaher on the left. Doesn't kick a lot of goals. And he hasn't added to his tally so far this season. Did have a chat to him pre-game about how many he has kicked. And he's missed that to the left-hand side. Swans will bring the ball out quite easily. They do it too easily. 
Nobody is within 40 metres of this Sydney Swans player who can't pick it up. He's making it so hard for himself. Finally picks it up. Gets a handball out. Smith goes short. Crowd getting restless here. Good tackle there by Matt. That's got to be holding the ball. He's been played for too high. And Murphy has got the free kick for the Sydney Swans. Goes across to Bre- uh, Schmidt, who got one after he uh, kicked it. So that's, that's going to be, be ground field. It will be 20 metres out. Game. That's terrible. And tell you what, Andrew Lesky's running like a crippled crab. Fairbank, and he has got... Well, that angle that he heard earlier in the year, I think, is given him curry. So he is off the ground. And the free kick down the ground is going to be taken by Gordon. Only 20 metres out, not much of an angle to speak of. That was a silly play by Oppie. Just gave Schmidt one straight across the ear, right in front of the umpire. And this should be another goal. And that 100's probably going to be under, under the odds. They're looking at 120 the way they started this quarter. As the kick goes straight through the middle, first goal of the afternoon for Gordon. And Sydney go to 9-7, 61 the Tigers are 2 5 17. Now, Nitha, I know you've been studying the ladder in the AFL Canberra seniors. What's going on here? If the Tigers lose, that puts what Swans back up into fourth? Well, they are fourth. Yeah. That will have the Sydney Swans a game and a half in fourth spot. And I would suggest, unfortunately for the Tigers, that will be top four signed, sealed, and delivered, unless the Queanbeyan Tigers can find a spark between now and the end of the season. But I want to go one step further. I think we might be watching the only team that can compete with Belconnen for the flag this year. Big call by Niso as the ball up takes place and no one getting it clear even though the ball is still in in a contest. Eventually Couch clears it up forward. Tigers can't pick it up at half-back though. Umpire letting the play go at the moment and now she calls for a ball up. Right on the attacking 50-metre line. For the Sydney Swans, have done all the attacking in this quarter after doing most of the attacking in the first quarter as well. Big slap away there by uh, Irwin into open space, but crouched there for Sydney. Goes to Schmidt, back into the middle, Moore. It's all their prime move. It's just killing Queen at the moment. How loose is that? There is another player completely unopposed, and this time it's Gordon again, and Chris Thompson not within bull's roar of him. I'm not, a, I'm not a backman, I don't ever pretend to be, but surely if the ball is in the middle of the ground in a pack of Swans players and you know they're going to get the ball, the first thing you do is try and find where your man is. Now, we're either reacting too slowly, and that's, that's the problem, I think we're playing very reactive football at the moment, we're, we're waiting for the Swans to make their move and then we're going towards them, and uh, we're just getting totally flogged here. Gordon... He kicked the last one, and he's kicked that one. That's true. That's his second of the afternoon. And the scoreboard is getting very, very ugly for the Queanbeyan Tigers. The Frank Jones and family scoreboard. Actual AGL shows 9 or oh, 10-7 now. That'll be 67. Already 50 points in arrears. The Queanbeyan Tigers 2-5-17. We're eight minutes in to this sorry, sorry second term. The Tigers have been... Uh really troubled by some height matchups down back but right now there's no enterprise across the half back line and forward line that looks like it's going to give them a chance to present down forward Dickinson back in ruck wins the tap down against Pike but Buchanan sharks it in front the Sydney player uh, didn't get a free kick Brabazon handled it to Dickinson by mistake it goes back to Irwin who just kicks it 
high and in hope out towards the scoreboard and easily pushing Westcombe under. It was Botton Noonan to take a chest mark. He chips it over the top. He's got uh, Crouch loose. Now Schmidt loose in the middle, takes the mark. Turns around, plays on, goes out wide, and here's O'Keefe. 20 metres to spare on Elias. You could see those last three kicks now from the Swans, and that's a huge difference. The uh, Tigers are just trying to bomb it in where they're getting height mismatches, which is making it all too easy yep. for the defenders, where the Swans kicking to space and then making the players present themselves, which they're getting good leads, getting good uh, good uh, position on their backmen, and now resulting in scores on the board. As that kick, though, by O'Keefe goes off to the right. And through for behind. So it's 10-8, 68 to 2, 5, 17. Just the leg speed's killing uh, the Tigers at the moment. Three lace-out kicks beautifully into space while the... Swans all hit the target as Dickinson's kick. Well, it found Irwin at the back. It wasn't meant for him, but his handball to Elias was terrible. Finishes up back with Irwin. Now, it's a hospital hand pass to Iopi. He's good enough to get out of it. Goes to Danaher, out of side. Here's Armstrong out near the scoreboard, taking the mark. He's got away from his opponent. That's a low worm burner and lace out the Williams mark. And I thought he dropped it on the way down, but the umpire... But at up. least that gives the forward a chance if he's in front. Look at this. Pop up. I'm not a fan. Niso, what about you as a forward? Would you be happy with that sort of delivery? Uh, which one? The one by Williams or the one from Armstrong? No, the bombs they've been putting forward like that. Oh, two Queenie and Tigers no, getting no. each other's way. The umpire lacks a fortune for the ties because... That looked pretty embarrassing. I'm not quite sure who the two players were. I know one was Thompson. Little. It was Dickinson and Thompson. Oh, sorry, it was Liddell and Thompson. Ball goes back to Armstrong. The, the pass to Armstrong, look, he had plenty of space, Craig, so it wasn't too bad. As long as the players around were talking to Armstrong, he wouldn't have had too many problems. But the key there is the communication. Armstrong with the check side, that's a bit too shallow. That's a terrible kick. Goes out of bounds. And that pretty much sums up the first half of the Queanbeyan Tigers. They have been totally outplayed in all facets of the football game here as Smith. Once again, he's allowed to run. No player on the mark. Spots no up one a loose inside player. 50. Doesn't, yeah, no one inside 50. The ball is leading towards that way. Queenian Tigers trying to get the, uh, the football. Pushing the back was a Tiger player. Might have been Griggs. First time I've called his name this afternoon. And the umpire will come in and ball it up. Too many of the Queenian Tiger players just haven't got the football today. And... Uh, well, I tell a lot, look at the stats. Will Griggs had one touch in that first quarter, and I don't think we've called him as a stat so far this term. Ball around the corner. Should be mopped up there by Irwin. Gets himself in trouble. That should be holding the ball, dropping the football. And great tackle there by Moore, and the Swans will go back into their forward line. Smith goes off now. Smith, who no one's picked up, is oh, open, but the kick's gone further for field, down towards Brabazon. Who? Oh, stops, props. Kick over the shoulder on the left. Goal umpire doesn't move. That's number 11, Mal. Fair dinkum. There were three other blokes from Sydney who could have taken that. And uh, they raffled it, finished up with Brabazon, turned around, hooked it through beautifully. Oh, my, can it go? Yep, exactly. 11, 8, 74 now to 2, 5, 17. They're like a deer in headlights at the moment, the Queanbeyan Tigers. They're stunned. And not even having, as that gentleman quite rightly yelled out, not having a fair dinkum go out here, which is really disappointing because it's a nice crowd... Big crowd here out at Dairy Farmers Park, and they're not seeing what traditionally has been a Queanbeyan Tiger effort. Now, Swan player coming off here, injured. 
Just trying to pick up who it is. It's okay, okay, Keith, I think. With it, yep. As the ball oh, straight up to the four line again, there's a great mark. I think it might be Laidlaw, is it? But yes, it is. As uh, Greenmore, the Tuckmanong junior, went on to replace uh, Daniel O'Keefe, who's got a bit of an ankle problem by the look of it. So, uh, Matthew Laidlaw about to line it up. He hasn't got one yet so far. And he comes. Nice kick off the boot. Looks pretty straight from here. It is. So that's the fifth one for the quarter for Sydney. And how long have we played? Only about 15 minutes. So they go to 12.880. That 100's going to be uh, done in about another two or three minutes, the way they're going. So it's 80 to 2.517 at the moment. 15 gone, just uh, over at Amy Stadium. It's Port Adelaide, 12.880. West Coast 4-3-27. So good game. Queanbeyan v West Coast. West Coast. And uh, as long as Port, Adelaide, Port Adelaide v the Swans. It'll be 12-0 apiece. And down in Melbourne, it's uh, how's your footy tipping going here? Richmond 5-5-35, five, five, North 139. A long way to go there. This game's pretty much over here at Derry Farmers Park. Oh, I'm fearful of saying. Sydney Swans trying to get the ball out of the middle again. Tiber's working a little bit harder. Picked up there by Crouch, I think it was. Loose handball. Cut off there by Thompson. Handball across to Powell. Powell goes short. Too short, in fact. Bounces over Armstrong's head. Swans should butter up nicely here. Oh, that's going to be either holding the ball or in the back. Umpire didn't want to make a decision. Ball picked up by the Swans, and they'll get it out of defence once again. Good kick there by Prowse. Spotted his Swans teammate. Handball on the outer side. Just in front of the actual AGL scoreboard, which is pretty ugly if you're a Tiger fan. Handball in board, taken by Moore. Another handball, run through the middle there by McNeil. He gets a kick. That's a nice-looking kick in front of the run of his teammate in Gordon. Should pick it up. Can't do so. Did everything possible to not score that goal. Picked it up again. Handball to the goal square. Swan's made a meal of that one. Picked up by Irwin. Oh, that's not... Irwin, in fending away the tackler, allegedly has given a high tackle and, uh, look, didn't see it from here. You can't say it didn't happen, but the, uh, the umpire there, a lot closer than we are now, she picked up the free kick and it should be Laidlaw's second of the quarter. Well, you and me both didn't see that one. Looked to be a, a fair effort. They, well, Nick Gordon should have just picked it up and kicked it anyway. He uh, mucked around with it finished up losing it, but it's gone back. By the free kick, all oh, the umpires run a long way across, but I think it's still a goal. It is. So Laidlaw, he hasn't been on long, but he's got his second. As that is six for the quarter, they go to 13-8. They can't miss either, that's the thing. 13-8-86 to 2-5-17. Tigers have only added one point. Sydney have kicked six goals too. This is becoming a percentage-boosting win for the Sydney Swans which uh, I think you're probably right, will probably lock up for Spoke as Jake's is coming off. Yeah, he's limping off quite badly. Uh, Quaid, he's gone to take up his man and Griggs has gone out there now. And uh, just one of the other things that I was noticing when you were talking there, the uh, range of goal scorers that the Tigers have had is Leo Barry's gone back out there, but they're going to have to play him forward if they want to give him any touches. Yeah, Swans get the ball out of the middle again. That's very repetitious. That's what we're seeing out here. Ball is kicked around the corner over the head of the Swans player. Johnny Elias meets the football front on. Picked up by Quaid. Got rid of it a bit too quickly. Crouch tries to get around the corner. Should be holding the ball. Not paid. Crowd getting frustrated, as I've said a couple of times. 
more so by the lack of Queanbeyan intensity. Ball's in the hands of the Queanbeyan Tiger player and Dickinson comes to ground. Ridden to the ground there was Mitch Danaher. Oh, don't say they've pinned him for yeah. holding the ball. That's not... Leo Barry's tackle just took him ball and all. And uh, unfortunately, the umpire was blindsided. He was, she was sort of my side, but didn't have the angle, obviously. And as I mentioned, Leo Barry going forward to get some possessions. The last two calls have been pretty ordinary, I've got to say. Jared, Jared Crouch went to kick the ball and missed it. That's holding the ball. So that's one mistake. How that is holding the ball, the guy's on the ground with three on top of him. Well, she said she, he was running with the ball. He got tackled by, great tackle by Barry, and Barry kicks it like a forward. He was ridden into the ground for a start, but anyway, it doesn't matter. It's another goal to the Sydney Swans, and the Queensland Tigers are getting an absolute pumping here at Derry Farmers Park. Best stationary on two goals, 5-17. Have not scored a goal against the Breeze. Mind you, they only scored two with it. Sydney Swans, they've scored plenty. That should read 14 goals, 8-94. Murphy, who's kicked three in the first quarter, he's holding his left uh, arm. I'm not sure if it's his wrist. I'll check that out. Back in the middle, Dickinson. No, it's the shoulder. Yeah, Dickinson won the tap, but he couldn't break free. Crouch got a high tackle, but uh, umpire paid him for a throw. Out of the pack come the Tigers. Westcombe's got it. Well, he had nowhere to go, so he just went back into the middle to Griggs. He goes out wide looking for Armstrong. It's going to bounce right in front of him and, in fact, over his head. Nobody can pick it up. Thornton goes in for Sydney, picks it up, tackled. It was a pain to throw against him. Armstrong bursts out of the packet with the advantage at the back. Williams should mark it, he does. Tight angle, though. So he, he should just run around and try and hook this one back. Should have played on already. Took too long. So he'll have to have a set shot now. Paul Williams hasn't kicked one yet. Hasn't looked like it either, and that's Not out on there. the full. On the other side, no, umpire said went through for a point. God. I don't know how it's great through for a point. That looked wide. Looked like it was over near the actual AGL <laughs> sign there in the right forward pocket. Oh, anyway, no, good kick. They gave it a point. So Tigers race along to 2-6-18, Sydney 14-8-92. Crouch calling for an interchange as they uh, continue to work on Murphy's shoulder. Swans have got the huddle. They've got most of their six points of the or five points of the Queensland Tigers out of their defensive zone quite comfortably, with a loose man about 30 or 40 metres away from a Tiger player. So hopefully, Tigers can shut their opponents down here. Just praying for half time without any more pain on the scoreboard. Look at the field back towards the Tigers club, fellas. There is no one inside 50. Swans get the ball out of the fence. Falls in the hands of Thornton. Handball over the top. Swans will run out of defence as they have done all afternoon. Ball's on the outer side wing. Goes down towards the half-four line. Leo Barry's in front. Can't take the mark. Good punch away there by, was it Chris Davis? Uh, Irwin, no, it was Irwin. Good punch away there by Irwin. Runs like Chris Davis. I reckon that might have been Bones, but anyway. Six and eight look pretty uh, similar from our distance and our eyes well, eye style might, now. Might have been Davis, because normally when Irwin goes near it, it's a free kick. <laughs> oh, yeah. The ball's on the ground, picked up there by Brabazon. Handball's backwards to Smith. Looks, goes around the corner, high to the goal square. Leo Barry's got a long, long way in front of Chris Davis there. And he's taken the mark deep in the left forward pocket. Davis far too far away. Not sure if he was ball watching or not, but Barry, Leo Barry had about 10 metres on him there. Leo Barry already kicked one this quarter. We'll line him up. 
about 10 metres inside the left boundary line. He's a left footer, so tough shot for left footer. Leo Barry likes it though, that's gone straight through the middle. That's their 15th, that's 15 goals, 8, 98, 70 point leaders in front of the Queanbeyan Tigers who are stuck on two goals, they had two goals, 6, 18. We're 22 minutes into this painful second quarter and now it's been a very, very painful first half if you're a Queanbeyan Tiger fan. Well, you know you're going to get pumped if Leo Barry's kicking goals against you, aren't you? So uh, Murphy looks to be okay now. He's back out there for Sydney and Jared Moore went off. I'll tell you what, uh, also who just came out of the sheds for Sydney was O'Keefe. So he's just running the boundary line now. Seems like he's going to be ready for some football in the second half. As uh, the ball spills off hands out towards centre wing, Danaher in front, couldn't pick it up. And the quick kick out of that pack, or handball, well, beautiful work there by Sydney. It was May. Goes forward, that's surely a free kick. It was held by the hand lay ball against Irwin, but the umpire didn't pay this one. And it's spilled off hands over the line as Powell comes back on for Danaher. Forward line again for Sydney. It's been up there the whole game. So let's see if the Tigers can work it out of defence. It's Pike winning it down again, but straight to Powell. Quick handball went to Thompson. Quick kick straight out of the pack to a two-on-one to Sydney. Coming through is uh, O'Dwyer for Sydney. Kick is uh, back into the forward line. Kavanagh back there. He's getting cold in the forward line, so he went back trying to get a kick. Irwin's hand pass. Missed the target over the line in front of Westcott, and we'll have a boundary throw in. 20 minutes gone, second quarter, it's 98 to 18, 80 points of difference. Bit too late to try and stop the hemorrhaging, Mal, I would have thought, having Kavanagh down there. He is actually pretty much lining up 30 metres out from the Swans' attacking goal. Ball's palm down, tapped forward there by Irwin, lost there by Thompson, picked up by Powell. He's trying, this should be holding the ball, tried to bar through three players, picked up by Satchel, he's tackled immediately. Can't get out of the bear hug there by Moore, and it might have been... Uh, number 41 Murphy. in Murphy. Mm. Tap down by Quaid. Tigers need to hold firm here. So they need about 10 goals in a hurry. That's not going to happen. Going to have another ball up here as players stack all over each other. Swans player in Buchanan falls over the top of the pack. And the umpire... Oh, there's been a, th- a punch thrown there by Buchanan on Satchel. Umpire saw it. Hasn't uh, done anything but ball it up. Get your whistle out, umpire. Ball's now in the middle of the ground or towards the middle of the ground. Tried to pick up there is Stevens. Dickinson got the handball to Slater. Slater now on the wing. Smothered there nicely by the Swans player in Noonan. Swans are relieved the pressure. Now running through the centre is Gilchrist. Goes long. Barry's in good position. But ball goes over his head. Should be a free kick. And it is. Crowd like that one. Really haven't had too much to complain about the Queanbeyan Tigers as far as the umpire is concerned. They haven't got near the football. Armstrong, he's on the half-back line. So Queanbeyan are... Trying to avoid some more damage on the scoreboard. Armstrong's pass looks like it finds... Is that Kavanagh? Yes, it is. Kavanagh goes short to Dickinson. Takes the mark. Ball's got to go back to Kavanagh for some strange reason. Uh, blood rule against Dickinson again. Yeah, it looks like that cut has opened up again. Might have been that little uh, fracas down here. Tell you when... what, he could get mummified here because they've uh, done the stitches, they've done all the, the uh, plaster work. I think uh, the next stage, if they want to keep him out there, it's uh, going to be the mummy look. Uh, not really going to hurt uh, Dickinson's head looking like a mummy, you wouldn't have thought. <laughs> Very harsh. Oh. You can say that I possibly... Harsh, harsh but fair. 
Ashford Fair. Kavanaugh bleeding though as he comes up towards Kavanaugh on the half back line passes to Armstrong on the wing. So that says a lot about the Queanbeyan Tigers play at the moment. Thompson's got the ball in front of the AQAGL scoreboard. Ugly reading, won't read the score out. Thompson now. Obviously with Kavanaugh and Armstrong behind him, a bit uh, stuck for options and the ball goes straight to the Sydney Swans player and that player is Mike Pike. So Sydney looks to set it up. He goes with a handball to Gilchrist across the ground looking for Jared Moore. Finds him. Got Murphy on the lead. Goes over his head at the back. It's Elias for the Tigers. Couldn't take the mark. Can he pick it up? And he picks it up. Falls over. Urged on by the crowd now. Williams gets it. Long kick up to a one on. Well, it's two Sydney on one Tiger. They all punch it away. Nobody went for the mark at the back. Gilchrist, can he keep it in? He dives on top of it. It was almost a shove in the back, but it's over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in. Left forward pocket for the Tigers. 25 minutes gone, second quarter. It's the Swans, 98, leading the Tigers, who are 18. Grabbers on, goes on for Barry, who they give a rest right before half-time. As the Tigers, well, they can't get ball with the Swans back in numbers. No one in the, in the uh, Swans attacking half of the field at this point of the game as the ball comes out of the forward 50 for the Tigers. It does. Goes out of bounds over there by the ETU. You're right at work sign. Ball was too quick there for Kane Stevens. Haven't called his name a lot so far this afternoon, but he's not an orphan. Been a lot of Queanbeyan Tiger players who have hardly touched the leather. It's been all Sydney in this first half. Throw in now. Full short. Neither Ruckman can get towards the ball. Picked up now by Powell. Miss handball. Should have uh, been gobbled up by Johnny Elias, but missed him by about 10 metres and stacks on the mill again. Swans will come out here. Grabbers on. Great tackle by the Queanbeyan Tiger player. Quick call of holding the ball. And that's the first bit of desperation we've seen in the entire first half there by the Tigers. It's taken 30 minutes or 25 minutes into the second quarter for a decent tackle. Good tackle there by Chris Thompson. Yeah, the ETU tackle of the day as the ball's up towards half forward. Kavanaugh's got it right out near the scoreboard, which is ugly reading, 98 to 18. Short kick into the middle, finds Todd Dickinson. Just turn around and play on, he does. He's got Satchel running down the ground. Good mark inside the 50 in front of Tim Schmidt. And Satchel will go back and line it up for hopefully the Tigers' first goal of the quarter. Unfortunately, Sydney have kicked eight of them. The contender for the uh, Dairy Farmers Mark of the Day, that one running with the flight, pulling it in. Yes, well, we haven't had too many to pick from, that's the problem. So, Satchel, scratchy approach, kick looks away to the left, it is, and through for the Tigers, third behind of the quarter, that's all they've kicked. Laidlaw goes back out onto the ground now for Smith, and Laidlaw already calling for the ball on centre wing. He should get it too. He's got a number of players to choose from, and the player that does get the raffle ticket, the winning raffle ticket, is Gordon. He's going to go short towards Laidlaw. Not going to be kept in, no, it's not. That should be 50. Oh, oh, that's got to be 50 metres. The ball is out of bounds. Swans are still playing on. Has to be a 50 metre penalty if the rules are going to be adhered to. But it's not going to be the Tigers' day, and this is not going to be a 50 metre penalty. So another one missed by the men in orange. That's only a couple so far. Jumping well, probably less mistakes than the Tigers have made so far. Totally accurate there, Craig. The jumping castle's gone down. That's flat as attack, just like the performance of the Queanbeyan Tigers. Danaher goes short. Westcombe, another flurry into the oh. four-line. Should be a free kick from the back on Kavanagh, not seen by the umpire. And the Swans look like they're going to get out of defence again. 
Handball across to the big fella in Oral. Kicks the ball on the run. Nice looking kick. Swans player. Oh, good work there by Quay. Got the hand in the way of the attempted mark there by Murphy. Picked up now by Brabazon. Handball in board to Murphy. He goes short. Smith's going to try and get on the end of this kick. There's two Swans players there. The other one is McNeil. Handballs to Smith. He goes backwards towards his teammate. And that player is Jared Moore. Brabazon loose in the middle. Gets it. Plays on quickly. Got Laidlaw loose at half four, but that kick misses him by a mile. Finishes up with Weskin for the Tigers. I was looking forward to having a go at that uh, jumping castle at half time. Maybe they thought they heard me coming and took it down. Across the ground. It was Longmore. Took the park. Finds Danaher with a short pass. Up looking at half forward for Manny. He couldn't take it. Took it taken off him by the Sydney Swans. They pump it back towards half forward at the back. Good score by the Tigers. And it was a nice handball as well. Finishes up with Davis. He's got a player loose, Elias, running outside of the, uh, down the outer side of the ground. And in front, that's a good mark by the Tigers. Still in the centre of the ground, though. It's Todd Dickinson, plays on, kick and hope, bounces in front of Williams. Three Sydney players get back. And take it off him. So at half time, the, uh, can the uh, mercy rule be invoked at half time? <laughs> well, I think if there was one, you'd definitely be looking for it in the rule book. Sydney 15 8 98 at half time. Absolutely flogging Queen Bean, who are 2 7 19. They didn't kick a goal in that quarter, the Tigers. I'll do the easy bit. The Tigers' goal scorers, <laughs> Armstrong and Kavanagh. You can do the others. Have you got them? I do, I do. Uh, the Sydney Swans goal scorers. I do wonder whether the Sydney hierarchy were disappointed because they've missed out on their target that they set at quarter time. Yeah, they did want to get 100. Two points. So I do expect a bit of a, uh, a spray a spray at half time by the Sydney Swans. They are 15-8-98. The Queanbeyan Tigers 2-7-19. I've got a long list of Sydney Swans goal scorers, so bear with me, please. I'll go from the top of the page. Daniel O'Keefe, he has one. Leo Barry kicked two that quarter. Matthew Laidlaw also got two. Crouch has one. Moore has one. Brabazon has one. Murphy has three, all in the first term. Oriel has one. Gilchrist has one. And Nathan Gordon have two. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten individual goal scorers to the Sydney Swans. Queenie Tigers just have the two. Heads down two as they're walking towards the sheds. And, uh, the crowd's not really trying to lift them. That's the disappointing thing. Great crowd here at Dairy Farmers Park today, but uh, they've certainly been put quiet by the effort of the Swannies. Just checking some of the uh, stats at half-time. The uh, Tigers, well, they got a few more possessions in that quarter. They're up to, uh, what was that quarter time? It was 56. So in that quarter, they've managed to uh, scrounge together 66 to be 122. But normally at half-time, you'd expect to be around 200 uh, or 180 to 200. The uh, leading stat getters, Danaher's 10, Powell 10. They're the, they're the only two in double figures. That's uh, all pretty sad. Mark Armstrong has nine, but I think he, he got six kicks in that quarter, and I think five of them were at half back, uh, which is not where you want them. The other one was some banana attempt from 20 metres out that went out on the fall by about 15 metres. Uh, Irwin's got nine, Kavanagh eight, Thompson eight, Dick, uh, Todd Dickinson six, Westcombe six, Slater has six, and the rest have five or less, so I won't uh, embarrass them with uh, going any further. So... Um, it's been 
a roundhouse flogging here at uh, Dairy Farmers in the first half. 15.898 to 2.719, and um, you really just can't see Queenie getting back into this at all. They can't even probably make the score respectable, I wouldn't have thought. No, you'd need the Sydney Swans to probably come out with about 15 players during the second half. The Queen would have any chance of respectability. I've just made some notes here along uh, both sides. We'll start with the Sydney Swans. They've produced some fantastic, skillful football here today. They've ran, they've outran the Queanbeyan Tigers and they have absolutely obliterated the Queanbeyan Tigers through the centre of the ground. The Queanbeyan Tigers, I've got five notes here and I'm sure no one listening who's at the ground will, uh, will think me crazy for saying it. I think the Tigers have been undisciplined, not just in their efforts at the man, but obviously, obviously their efforts in not manning up and uh, doing just some of the basics of football. They've looked slow against the fast-running City Swan side. They've lacked intensity. They've lacked fight. And it looks like they've surrendered this football match already, which is really disappointing from, uh, from all that are here at Dairy Farmers Park. But, look, that's just my opinion. I might be totally wrong, but the scoreboard suggests that I'm not. And it's an ugly scoreboard here at half-time. It's 15-8-98 to the Sydney Swans. Your Queanbeyan Tigers, 2 goals, 7 19 We'll go back to the studio and come back in about 10 minutes for the start of the second half. Hey, this is Katie Noonan from George for Rad. You might think it's embarrassing to admit that you can't drive your car properly after a few drinks. Well, let me say there's nothing embarrassing about not wanting to lose your license. There's also nothing embarrassing about not wanting to die or be seriously injured because of drinking and driving. Welcome back to Dairy Farmers Park as we rejoin you for the second half as the Swans head back out onto the ground. Craig Ravel, Mal Prentice, and also it is uh, Michael Neeson. Definitely down there getting all the news. And, uh, well, Mal, at half time, all the Tigers can do now is play to win the second half and get some uh, respectability back in their club and in their jumper because they're not going to fix the scoreboard. They trail 15 8 98 to 2 7 19, and that is just too big a mountain to climb. Yeah, you can't uh, see them getting anywhere near the Swans. In their second half, barring a miracle, they've swapped jumpers at half time. Maybe that might be the uh, the option. Uh, just Maybe they don't like that. Remember when Western Creek did it? Yeah. Um, just checking the uh, the draw, Craig, as we were sort of talking off air at half time. The uh, Tigers are going to find themselves a game and a half out of the top four with only three rounds to play. In the next round, the uh, Tigers venture to Greenway Oval on the Saturday the first. And Swans play the Belcon and Magpies up in Sydney. So all things being equal, you'd imagine that was a Sydney loss and a Tigers win. Which will bring it back to uh, half a game, the difference with two ra- games to go. In the last two rounds, uh, a- Queenbeyan have to go to Ainsley and Swans play Eastlake. So that's a must-win game for the Tigers, although they haven't been able to beat Ainsley this year. And in the last round, the uh, Tigers play Eastlake out here. Got a good record against them. Beat them in the last round. And uh, match up reasonably well against them. But the Swans play the, the Hawks up at ANZ Stadium. So you'd imagine Sydney will win that one. So it's really going to come down to that round 17 uh, game. And in fact, what Queenie, all Queenie can do now is win the last three games. And Sydney will finish wherever they do. 
But uh, that's what it's going to come down to now after this thumping, yep. is that the Tigers have to win their last three games of the season. That's right. It is. Uh, this is almost uh, a game and a half, this percentage that they're racking up at the moment. In the AFL Canberra earlier this weekend, it was Belconnen, 15-16-106 to Eastlake. 10, 11, 71. Seem, and seem to have uh, dropped off the, the boil a bit yesterday, haven't they? They have indeed. Ainsley, big winners over Togranong, 29, 15, 189 to Togranong, 7, 10, 52. As uh, the Tigers yet to come out onto the ground. We've heard a lot of noise there in the background, the effects, Mike. The kids having a, a game of uh, NAB, uh, what is it, Oz Kick? Yep. at half-time out there on the ground, and it's good to see the kids having a run out there on Dairy Farmers Park as Reno Oppie leads the team back out with his co-captain in Ryan Quaid. And, uh, well, a big job ahead of the Tigers. We've written them off. Perhaps they can walk off the field laughing later on. I sort of doubt it. Michael Neeson doubts it as well, but he was down in the sheds, and as soon as he gets his breath back from the uh, long climb up to the top of the tower here at Derry Farmers Park, we'll find out what uh, the coach had to say. Merv Armstrong, as he, uh, well, is going out forward, and uh, we have got Scott Dickinson back, not as mummified as perhaps I thought he might be. Yes, I was down in the uh, sheds there, a bit like old times, but uh, the message was a bit different to what I used to hear. Mark Armstrong was pleading for his senior players to show some toughness and some voice and direction to the young blokes. And he wanted the young blokes just to go out there, enjoy themselves and have some fun. I think you'll find some young players who get a bit more game time now. Armstrong's obviously realising this game's gone and it's time to get some young fellas out there amongst uh, this sort of opposition. As the kick from the back line from the Tigers was cut off by Thornton, he goes out wide looking for Jared Moore. He can't take the mark, but he's got Brian, uh, Ryan Brabazon to help out. He picks it up. There's a forward uh, unopposed, but at the back it was uh, picked up by the Tigers. The kick was too long. Powell's got it at half back. Goes back with a handball, trying to set it up. Scott Dickinson loose in the middle. They'll find him, and he'll take the mark in front of Laidlaw for Sydney. So Scott Dickinson holding on to it. Goes out very wide to Elias out near the scoreboard, which shows 98 to 19, Sydney in front. Elias back to where they started, and Quade's got it. Short pass is going to be a cut off by Gordon. Kane Stevens couldn't get there. I'm not sure what Erlen was trying to do, but it's gone back to Dickinson, back to Stevens. Handled and no one. Ball at half forward going in Sydney, pick it up. It was a good play there by McNeil. Short kick out of the pack's cut off by Quaid, who just goes for a talk back into the middle, but the only bloke there is O'Dwyer for the Sydney Swans. Just needed some common sense there, Tigers. Just blazed away, did Quaid. Ball's in the hands of Brabazon, approaching the 50. Long shot of goal, not going to take the journey. Doesn't matter. Great body work down there by the Sydney Swans player. Might be Leo Barry starting at full forward in this second half. Far too experienced and uh, too much strength there for Chris Davis. And Leo Barry will go back and kick his third goal of the afternoon. Straight over the umpire's hat. That's Leo Barry's third. And the Sydney Swans race to 16 goals, 8, 104. Queenie and Tigers, 2-7, 19. And talk up the, uh, 
the growlership at half time was wondering how large this margin would be come game's end. I won't say what some of the predictions were because that's embarrassing for anyone in black and gold, but there were some pretty large margins being talked about now. Well, they needed to get off to a good start, the Tigers, and kick the first two or three goals. Um, but unfortunately, it's gone straight to the other end, and Leo Barry took a chest mark in the goal square. So, not a good start. Update in the AFL Port Adelaide 13.987, West Coast 5.535. That's in the third quarter. And at the G, it's the Tigers. Well, at least one Tiger team's winning 10.666, North Melbourne 3.624. Square violation there, going the Tigers' way. It might have been uh, Kane Stevens. I thought he followed McNeil in the square. Ball was in the hands of Buchanan. He goes to a one-on-two situation. Good punch away there by Quaid. Unfortunately, it's been sharked nicely by Greenwell. Goes towards the goal. Which way will it bounce? Oh, oh Lux of Fortune has done the, uh, the left to right. 90-degree angle bounce. And excellent goal there by Greenwell, one of the top-ups, one of one, two, one of only six top-ups here, potentially for the Sydney Swans. And they get another one. That is 17 goals, 8, 1-1-0. Cleveland Tigers, 2 goals, 7, 19. And Mal, if you're a betting man, could you see the end margin being under 150 points? He is a betting man, and I don't think he can. <laughs> yes, it's getting uglier by the minute, isn't it? Liam Greenwell. He played with my son in the Tuckerlong Bulldogs Juniors and he slotted one here for the Sydney Swans. That should be a free kick if you can and a high tackle. It is. In the middle, he's carved them up. Can't understand why he's not in the AFL team. If he's not in their best 22, I'll go he. Find Schmidt. Be interesting to see what they do with him at the end of the season. He's been on their list for a number of years. Can't cement a spot in their AFL side. I think he might be delisted, but anyway, we'll wait and see what happens. That's a good mark down at half forward. It's uh, Jared Moore. Their AFL players have just carved the Tigers up today. Moore with a short pass. Out comes Laidlaw. That's a beautiful mark. Out in front, it was a nice kick as well, just into the space. In fact, it's Brabber's on. And uh, he's another one in the Schmidt category. Totally agree, Mel. I was going to mention that. He's been in the system for uh, several years now, and I guess he's one of those players who is a similar height and a similar build, and he's... Swans seem to have a lot of small, quick players, and I think he's one of those that, I guess, hasn't really pushed forward as quickly as some of the other guys, so he might well see himself looking for another club next year as well. Yeah, although with the the number of retirements they've got, they probably can't afford to to, uh, chop too many other blokes off the list. It was a slack kick at goal, by the way. It missed to the left by a long way. Ball's back on centre wing. Kane Stevens picks it up after a bit of a dipsy doodle. Goes with a handball to Mark Powell. Long kick to the forward line. It's a one-on-one in front. Williams worked Krauss around too easily there. And just too much experience there, Paul Williams. And he'll line it up for a shot on goal. A rare one. Hasn't kicked a goal. I think he had a shot earlier. But uh, it missed to the left. That's right. He hooked it down this end in the first quarter. So here he comes, Paul Williams. Hasn't seen much of it, and he's hooked that one as well. That's a shocker. Just sneaks in for a behind. Sums up their day, really. 2-8-20, the Tigers, they trail the Swans, who are 17-9-111. Wouldn't want him kicking for your life after that one. Missed that by a mile. Now, you've got the record up there, uh, Niso. What is the biggest win 
in the AFL Canberra. I, it's got to be a Batemans Bay game, I, I think. I don't have those details in front of me. I, I, I've had a couple of uh, games where we've won by about 30, 35 goals. I think there might have been a 40-odd goal victory uh, some years before I got here, but we won't see that this afternoon, thank God. But Queanbeyan Tigers, it won't be... Uh, well, they'll be embarrassed by this performance so far. Manny's got the ball on the grandstand wing, goes in short. Watman, oh, should have taken the mark, ducked his head, might have been called out by Westcombe, picked up there by Dickinson, gives it to Kane Stevens, runs the goal and through the pack. Oh, I reckon he was going for the goal, but uh, unfortunately he missed both Slater and the goals and the ball has gone out of bounds, the left forward pocket. But uh, better signs there for the Queanbeyan Tigers. One of their younger guys just putting his head down and having a go. And I think that's what Mark Armstrong said. Have a go, enjoy yourself, and get some experience against this, uh, one of the best teams in the competition. Swans look like they're going to run it out comfortably as they have most of the afternoon. But the ball goes back into the pack. Dickinson's in there, so that's not going to come out. Kavanaugh's in there. What the umpire do decides that it's going to be a ball up. About 20 metres out from the Queanbeyan Tigers' goal. Kicking to the Queanbeyan Tigers' club end. Be a very sombre mood up there this evening. Oh, it should be a free kick to Dickerson, pushing it back in the ruck contest, not seen by the umpire. Ball comes out towards Prouse and Williams. Williams pleading his case for deliberate, not seen by the umpire. See, Williams looking for a throw, but it will be another boundary throw. And now let's see if you can get the ball out of this forward pocket. Yeah, there's about 30 players around it, not many in the front half for the Swans. They do this all the time. They block it up at the back when the Tigers are there and they work it out across the ground. That kick bounces in front of Gilchrist, finishes up over his head. The uh, Australian cricket team could do with him at the moment. Gilchrist, that's holding the ball. And the umpire, 40 metres away, pays it. The umpire in control didn't. Incorrect disposal would uh, have gone down with it. Manny, straight across the ground to a two-on-one, puts Slater under the pump, dropped the mark. Danaher backs him up, though, finds Scott Dickinson loose at half forward. He thought about the handball, but decided to go back and go for the short pass. Can he mark that? That is a good mark. And that is... Todd Dickinson has taken the mark about 40 metres out. Not much of an angle to speak of. Big stretch there. He just held it on the way down. And he'll line it up for a rare shot on goal. He hasn't kicked a goal this season, Mal. Normally plays in the back half, actually. Kicks on its way. Goal umpire goes across and hits the post. I've had a few posters today, the Tykes. 2-9-21 they race along to. The wind is getting a bit tricky down here. It's either stopped or it's about two goals worth. 17-9-111 are Sydney, so it's not uh, 15 goals worth. No, we wish it was. Ball goes to the outer side. Good mark taken out there by the Sydney Swans. It might be Buchanan. Yep. Comes in on his left boot, goes towards his teammate in O'Dwyer. Running through the half-back line for the Sydney Swan. He goes long. There's a loose player out there. Irwin's not going to get there. Gave him five or ten metres in Laidlaw. Laidlaw turns around to the right, sees the lead of Barry, and Leo Barry has taken the mark. Laidlaw gave it the biggest U-turn in football and then just found Barry leading out from centre-half forward. And No-one's manning up down back for the Tigers now. Gilchrist... Well, oh, he's oh, chipping over the top and gives it up to Laidlaw. You've just got to watch the football, Neil Irwin. I, I feel sorry for you because you were caught in between two players. First player took the mark, and then you ambled back trying to cut off Laidlaw. You've got to be watching the football and sprint back. Look, he was caught in two minds. You've got to feel sorry for him there. He needed a bit more support. Not enough support 
down back for the Queanbeyan Tigers and Laidlaw, who's kicked two already this afternoon. Shouldn't have too many problems with this one. About 30 metres out, 45 degree angle. Wind should bring that around nicely. That's a very classy kick, and that's his third. Laidlaw gets another one for the Sydney Swans. It's an ugly-looking scoreboard, the ActuAGL scoreboard. We're 10 minutes in, and it's 18 goals, 9, 117 to the Queanbeyan Tigers, 2, 9, 21. Laidlaw off, and uh, going on then May for the Swans. Leo Barry went off as well. Yep. Do you think he'll play seniors again this season, Leo Barry? Round 22. I don't think he... Look, unless it is a last hurrah game, Craig, I think that's what you're alluding to. Uh, I don't see him playing. I think the Swans obviously have got a rebuilding phase that they're going to go through now, and I guess sentiment in football is just about diminished. So whether they do that or not, I don't know. As Dickinson wins it out of the centre. Short is a... Well, actually, it's a long kick, beautiful one, and Mark Armstrong out on the lead, took the mark, falling to the ground, and he'll line it up for his second of the afternoon and the third for the Tigers. He's only about 30 metres out directly in front. They might actually leave him in the seconds to try and uh, bolster their chances of uh, winning a final. They've won the last four. Armstrong, see that's not a good kick, sprayed it to the right. He's not happy with himself. He's missed a few the last couple of weeks, has the coach. Can't buy a goal at the moment. They go to 2-10-22. Sydney are 18 117 here they go, breaking from the huddle. Jared Crouch will mark this. He does. Now, Brabazon should get a free kick. He does. Armstrong, Armstrong gets three, mate. That's 50 metres, actually. So he's trying to hold him up because he was breaking into space, but he's just given away a 50. 75 metres, actually. Is that a double 50? Fair dinkum. That's about 100 metres. They've gone from one side of... Well, one 50-metre arc to the other 50-metre arc. How big is this ground? Uh, the centre square is probably about 50, so maybe that was a 60 metre penalty, so buy some yardage off that umpire. Anyway, Crouch has got the football. This should go towards a pack of Sydney Swans players. Miss Mar- oh, off the ground there by Murphy. Dangerous football, you would have thought, but according to Craig, that rule is out of the book. Really got to be reintroduced, because that's just dangerous football. Swans should get a goal now. Oh, kicked around the corner there. Might have been Murphy again, down to his favourite end. And uh, hits the behind, hits the goalpost, and Watman will bring the ball in for the Queanbeyan Tigers. He goes long looking for Mitch Danaher. It's over his head. Crouch gets back onto it. Breaks out of a tackle. Goes by hand to Moore. Moore looks, kicks forward once again. Oh, just couldn't be pulled in that time by McNeil. And the pack forms over it. Umpire letting it go, but eventually has to call the free uh, ball for a ball up. As Liddell goes back out there, it looks like uh, Powell wants to go back on as well for the Tigers. Yeah. But the Tigers just bombing it too much. They continue to put it into a uh, an overhead contest, which they're getting beat on because they're not tall enough. And uh, Chris Davis is coming off to have his hand reattached after Murphy kicked it off up there in the goal square before. As uh, nobody can really break free here at half forward for Sydney, Buchanan bursts out of the pack. Quick handball to Brabazon, back to Buchanan. Who's this going to run into an open goal? It's, it's number maybe eight. eight. Matthew May. It's his first for the afternoon, and that's 19 now for Sydney. 19-10, 124. That's the 100-point lead up to 10-22. Uh, the Tigers, we've had 15 minutes, third quarter. 4-2 to three points so far in this quarter. 
Hard to believe it is the third quarter already. I'll tell you where the beer will be good and always at a reasonable price. It's at the Terrace Bistro. You can get a great meal there as well. It's part of the Tigers Club for good meals and great atmosphere. Your Tigers Club, 20 Queen Bar Road, Queanbeyan. Get down there now or check them out on the web, www.tigersclub.com.au. Free kick out of the centre, Niso. Yeah, it'll be a very sombre place up there. Uh, this evening, Craig, as the Queanbeyan Tiger performance has been less than ordinary, and the Sydney Swans wrap up the Queanbeyan Tigers across their half-forward line, just as uh, Todd Dixon looked like he might get away, but he was wrapped up by Mike Pike. Oriole and Dickinson in the ruck, tapped down by Oriole, shark by Elias, nearly gave the free kick away for hanging on. Again, the Sydney Swans tackling is ferocious, and Oriole holds up. Queanbeyan Tiger player in Iopi and will have take two. Over the top there, looked like Griggs punched it down, but Shark by Brabazon. Handball through the middle of the ground. May gets it to Smith. Short pass, goes towards the forward line, not taken by the Swans player, comes off hands. Ball is in the hands of the Sydney player in Greenwell. He's dumped to the ground. Players trying to pick the ball up. First player to do so is Powell. Got the ball to the back, trying to do some party tricks. Crouch, in, out, out again. Handles across to May. Over the cop. Oriole, flying shot for goal. That's not going to be a score. Should fall short and punched over the line there by Irwin. Bit too strong there was Neil Irwin. Minor score to the Sydney Swans. It's a cricket score here at Dairy Farmers Park. A bit like the English cricket side at the moment who are flogging the Australians. It is 19 goals, 11, 1, 2, 5 for the Queanbeyan Tigers. That, that can't be 219. No, 210. 210. Yeah. 22. So if the scoreboard can hear us, Queanbeyan Tigers are on 210, not 219. Scott Dickinson with the ball out near that scoreboard. 16 minute mark of the third term. Goes out wide looking for Manny. Takes it just inside the line, is it? Can't see the boundary umpire. Said uh, yes, it was in. So he just pumps it long and high looking for uh, Thompson, who looks to be in the four line now. He can't take the mark. Off hands, it's out of bounds in the left forward pocket for the Tigers. Over in Adelaide, it's Port smashing West Coast, 106 to 55, and Richmond doing a job on North as well, 66 to 24. A North Melbourne tanking, do you think, Mel? They've won too many already, haven't they? I don't know. So flogged by Richmond at this stage of the season wouldn't be uh, just not a no, good sign. Just no good, I think. That's the problem. <laughs> Isn't there a family connection there? Maybe they're trying to get someone a job at uh, Richmond next year. Sorry, don't follow that one, but anyway. Big game later on in the AFL. St Kilda playing Adelaide. So get home and watch that. Hopefully it'll be a decent game, unlike this one. So the ball's still at half forward for the Tigers. Jared Ball dived on it, surely. Umpire, no. Held to him, he says. Just the Swans starting to load up here for the run to the third term break. Yeah. And May comes off as Barry comes on. They've got uh, Bonham Noonan and also they've got... Uh, oh, sorry, I just lost it. Uh, they've lost Laidlaw as well. But he's going to come out in a few moments. Uh, Craig, is Roy Jakes gone for the day, is he? Uh, I think so. Let me check. Balls in the, sorry, Mal. Balls in the forward line for Tigers. Around the corner, looked like it was Manny. Smothered there nicely by the Swans player in O'Dwyer. Hambling board to Smith. Puts his team under pressure, but he's too good there, the Swans player in Moore. Brabazon running through the middle of Dairy Farmers Park. 
One bounce, two bounce. Oh, good hit by Powell. Finally, our oh, umpire. Why is that a free kick? Finally, some aggression shown by a Queanbeyan Tiger player. Poor decision by the umpire. Comes off the ground. Kick off the ground by the Swans player is missed to the left-hand side. And if you start, you know, rewarding free kicks for fair bumps, Mal, that's when I'm just not going to watch this football game anymore. Perfect bump there by Mark Powell. Ridiculous. Short kick in, Mark, by Clay. 125 to 22, third quarter action here at Dairy Farmers. High kick looking for Slater. He takes it away, goes one bounce. Have another one. Now he goes for a run. It's all Tigers at the back. Armstrong or... No, it's Armstrong. Williams leads into the square, but Merv will go back and try and slot his second. And that's just good movement of the ball there by the Tigers. Taking them uh, two quarters and 20 minutes to wake up to it. So Mark Armstrong looking to get Queenbin's third goal on the board, hopefully. You're right, that was the worst decision of the year, that one. Has he sprayed it? Yes, he has. Again to the right. He's missed a lot this season, spraying to the right. We had a chat about it during uh, the week, and he's aware of it, all right. Looks to be trying to kick the ball too hard. Look, it doesn't seem to have changed his kicking style, so I'm not quite sure what's going on. Maybe he's just not reading the breeze enough, and... uh, I guess looking at the flags, they're uh, pretty upright heading towards the club end. Swans get the ball out quite easily again. They've done this all afternoon. Gilchrist, another loose player across the uh, centre wing as O'Dwyer. Handles across to Buchanan. He's had plenty of football. Goes towards Leo Barry, losing the flight of the ball. Is the Queanbeyan Tiger player in Thompson. Was more concerned about Leo Barry, and by the time he decided to turn around... The ball had moved five metres inboard and he had no chance of getting there. And Leo Barry, with his experience and with his eyes on the football, can now go back to slot his fourth goal of the afternoon from about 45 metres out. 45 degree angle, right behind this one. Uh, it's not a good kick. It veers to the left-hand side of the uprights. Minor score to the Sydney Swans. It's not going to matter. It's 19-13. We're playing for percentage here at Dairy Farmers Park. 127 plays Queanbeyan Tigers 211-23. And to answer your question, Mal, I can't find Roy Jarks. He's not up the uh, rates, so and not on the bench. Maybe have a look up in the stands. That's where his father and uh, and Danny Jarks are. So maybe he's joined them already this afternoon. Leo Barry cuts inside Stevens, gets the handball into the pocket. This will be a tough shot. Goes in board over the head. Queanbeyan should clear here. There's four of them. First one to the contest is Danaher. Missed the target. In doing so, he got a free kick for a push, and that might have been the reason why the handball missed the target. So Danaher looks to set it up from the back. Straight across the ground to Quaid, takes the mark, back pocket. Now he goes for a bit of a run, has a bounce. Iopi loose in the middle, finds him. Next option's the problem. Slow build up. Power went past, threw his hands up in the air in disgust, and just stops. So he brings it out directly across the ground. Elias takes it. Chips it over the top looking for Griggs. Doesn't get to him. But uh, that's Stevens. Gets a shepherd from Thompson. Stevens with the kick. Good mark there by Armstrong in the left forward pocket. He spins around, goes for a run. Which way will it bounce? The wrong way. Right-hand side of the post again. Right-hand side. But it was at least with his left foot this time. Through for another behind. Tigers go to 2-12. 24 it's uh, 19 13, 127-29, third quarter. Swans get the ball out of the, out of the, uh, the back half for the Queen Matthias. Too, too easy again. Ball's already in the centre of the ground. Handball is now in the hands of Leo Barry. Ball to the centre, goes short. Bounces over Brabazon's head towards the goal. Who's going to be first there? 
type of player in there was Irwin, overran the football, leaves the ball in the hands of Brabazon, Hamble across the late law, and he has got the simplest of goals. That is his fourth of the afternoon, and the Sydney Swans have already hit the 20 goal mark. It's 20 goals 13, 133 to the Queanbeyan Tigers, 2 goals 12, 24. We're 22 minutes in at your AGL scoreboard. Still got another quarter to go, haven't we? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. What's so happening in the AFL? It's Port 106. West Coast coming back, 63. And it must be half-time down in Melbourne because it's 66 to 30 to Richmond. Back in the middle. Let's see if we can get away without a free kick this time we do. Pike probably won it down, but the uh, Tigers have got it through Arpy. Hamill to Stevens. Short pass is a shocker, missed everyone. Manny had bounced off his shoulder. Williams at the back, can he pick it up? He's oh, dragged it around. And umpire comes in and says, that's your free kick, Paul. Good spot there by the lady umpire. Just can't think of a name. She had a nice article in the paper about her the other day. Umpire the first game last week over at Ainsley. So Williams lines it. He's hooked everyone today through to the left. What's he going to do with this one? It's a high kick. Umpire went to the right, but I think it's a goal. It is. Rousing reception from the crowd here at Gary Farmers. The Tigers get their third of the afternoon. And they kick two in the first quarter, none in the second, and it's taken them 25 minutes in the third to get one. They race along to 3.12. And that's 30, isn't That'll it? That'll be 30. That is 30. One goal in mind this quarter, fellas. 20-13-133 Sydney. What's that, Trey? Kick a goal. Oh, yes, right. well, yeah. Frio had one goal in mind a couple of weeks ago, and that's all they got. Ball's back in the middle. One more got the tap down, but once again, there's uh, plenty of swans there. Pike gets the handball across. Looks like Moore. Kicks the ball to the forward line. In front is a ah, good mark there taken by Leo Barry. Had a lot of space in front of him. Had a metre on Thompson. Not much Thompson could do. That's going to be 50. No, it's not. Leo Barry runs around on the left. Big kick goes towards the goals. Not going to register the major. Is Maybe he's staking a claim to uh, take uh, Barry Hall's position since uh, he's decided to step aside for the rest of the year. Well, if you look at the way Jesse White performed that yeah. first half yesterday, uh, unfortunately for the Swans, they couldn't get the ball down to him because every time they did, he got the football and uh, looked like a very capable forward line player. What do you mean, unfortunately? As uh, Little works it out of the back line for the Tigers. On centre wing, they work it forward at the back. Manny can't take the mark. In fact, it was Todd Dickinson. Now comes Williams. Gets the handball. Back to Manny. What's he going to do with it? Goes looking for Kane Stevens. Can he get there? No, it's Westcombe. Bounces in front of him. Picked up by Murphy for the Swans. But his kick is cut off in the middle by the Tigers. Shot on goal. Is away to the right again. Just trying to pick up. That was Satchel, Satchel was it? Through for another pit behind. A kick six in this quarter. One goal, six, the Tigers. Peppering the goal. Swans again have a loose player. Across. And look I don't at know the who's playing on this fella. Couch is down here too. Unmanned. Just come off the interchange bench, I think, did Couch. Yep. Gordon spots him up. Couch has got room to move. Goes long towards full forward. Going to fall in front of the, uh, the Swans player in Buchanan. Kicked off the ground by the, the Queen of Tiger. The ball's going to come straight back in. Gordon now. Goes near the, the goal square. Big pack of players. Good mark taken down there by the Swans player. Actually, the pack was a bit smaller than I thought. It was a pack of two. 
Queen Entire player was Jason Satchel feeling the effects of a knee in the back. And the, uh, well, I won't say one of the tallest players on the ground because he's not. Omen Buchanan has taken what could well be a dairy farmer's mark of the day. And he will go back to try and slot the Sydney Swans' 21st goal and his first goal of the afternoon. Had a lot of the football, has Buchanan. And I agree with you, Mal, how he can't be up there in the best 22 in a senior list is a bit surprising. There's the skill of Buchanan, straight through the middle, that shot. And the Sydney Swans move to 21 goals, 14, 140. Queanbeyan Tigers, 313-31, 25-minute mark of the third quarter. And becomes the 13th goal scorer for the Swans this afternoon as uh, Scott Dickinson goes back out into the centre for Andrew Leskin. Yes, I guess that's probably the only interest is seeing if anyone else can kick one, get the whole team sheet on the, uh, the score list. I can tell you, I see uh, Roy Jacks now, his knee extremely red, just got the ice off it and is heading back to the sheds. No further part today and hopefully it's not uh, a season ending one. The season's just about gone though, isn't mm. it guys? Um, I think Tigers have what, three, maybe four, three matches to go after this one? Yeah, they've got to and win basically every game from yeah, here on Yeah, they do and hope the Swans lose uh, a couple. All of them because uh, they have three games to go, they're six points clear so... Over the top is Thornton, ball comes down, Westcombe, there's a free kick, it's going to be allowed to be played on, it is, Westcombe goes short to Armstrong, no, she's and the umpire's going to call it back, uh. and Mark Armstrong not happy, and she's reversed it, well there's your undiscipline that I talked about in the second quarter, rightly or wrongly, it was a poor decision, but uh, Armstrong's just booted the ball back towards the middle of the ground, and the Swans go back in their forward line again. Well, I think it was probably the manner in which he threw it back that uh, caused her to turn the kick around. Buchanan gets a handball. This is Thornton. He's going to have a shot. And it's an up and under. And it's going to go off hands through for a behind to Sydney. Armstrong just having a chat to the umpire now, pleading his case as to why that wasn't allowed to be advantage. Should have been called by the umpire. That's what the rule's there for. Queen get the ball out of defence, but tackled there. Well is power. Then gives a free kick away. Should have given a free kick away and does. No, he doesn't. Umpires missed that one. Free kick should have gone to Laidlaw for a trip by Powell. Laidlaw picks up the ball. Handballs to Moore. Handballs to Gilchrist. Short pass by Gilchrist is spot on. And the mark's been taken by McNeil. Just outside the 50 he'll kick from. He's one of the Swans players that hasn't kicked a goal yet this afternoon. And they're still calling... Uh they're still scoring at that amazing rate, well, too. There's two blokes on the mark. One is five metres in front of the other one, so I'm not sure which guy's on the mark. Oh, it's an ugly kick anyway. And uh, the big build-up was let down by a poor kick by McNeil. Three-quarter time here at Derry Farmers Park. It's a very sorry tale if you're a Queanbeyan Tiger fan. It's the Swans. 21 goals, 15, 141. The Queanbeyan Tigers, 3-13-31. And Mal, it didn't get any better that quarter. No, six goals, seven to one goal, six. So uh, in terms of trying to be competitive and winning the second half, Craig, it's just not happening, is it? No, no, not at all. I'm heading out to have a listen to what Merv has to say. I might turn the mic off just I'd in case. I suggest that might be a good idea. Just updating the uh, AFL while Craig uh, gets some... Comments from out in the middle. It's uh, Port Adelaide game almost over there. 28 and a half minutes gone last quarter. 17-10-112 to West Coast 9-10-64. So I think that's 
Well, that'd be 19 in a row they've lost on the road, West Coast. Just uh, yeah. don't, don't travel at all. And Richmond, 11 8, 74, North Melbourne, the Tankers, 4 7, 31. So, uh, not sure where they are on the ladder, but they're down at the bottom. They haven't won a game under their new coach. Well, it's not a good, uh, a good uh, application for the full-time gig, is it? No, it's Three not. Three quarter-time stats, are they any better? Uh, well, the Tigers have had 178 possessions, so they only had 56 that quarter again, so they're well down on their season's average. I'd anticipate, what, mainly probably 360 to, uh, to 380 would be a game... Uh, Usually, average. yes. So they're 178, which is averaging 60 possessions just under per quarter. Leading the uh, the stat getters for the Queanbeyan Tigers is Mark Powell on 14. And I am going to run down the list because some blokes need to have a wake-up call. 14 stats to Mark Powell, 13 to Mitch Danaher, 12 to Armstrong, 11 to Irwin and Thompson. Stevens has 10. Quaid and Dickinson have 9. Chris Davis, Kavanagh and Manny have 8. Williams, Iopi, Elias, Dickinson and Slater have seven. Westcombe, six. Longmore, Watman, Jarks, who didn't play any part in that third quarter. Little, Griggs have four. Jason Satchel has three. And Andrew Lesky, who I don't think came out in that uh, third oh, term either. He was? Yep. He has one possession to his name. So that's a pretty sorry tally there for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Only six players in double figures and you are not going to win any football match when you've only got six players having double stat possession. Yeah, especially when your leading possession getter's only got 14 as well. That's really an absolute belting. And uh, just looking at the huddle there, John Elias has his left boot off, limping uh, quite badly on that left ankle. Like, injuries are not the reason that they're getting beaten today. It's just uh, they're too slow. They're second to the ball. They're not manning up. Um, Everything that you could possibly criticise a football team for... You can you can write them all down on a list. They have just been terrible. Probably the worst I've seen them play. Like they played poorly out here against Sydney last time, but they didn't play anywhere nearly as bad as this. And uh, there's just uh, no real positives. I'm sorry that you can uh, pick from today's uh, performance. Some of their young guys have hardly touched it, and uh, some of their senior players are not getting near it either. Yeah, not a good performance by the Queanbeyan Tigers. They've got 30 minutes to try and salvage something from this uh, this wreck. I'm not quite sure what they can salvage. I guess from a Sydney perspective, they'd be looking at, uh, well, they're 141 now. Wouldn't be uh, remiss of them to be trying to get across that 200 line. I think they'll get there easily. 59 points, it's 10 goals. So That's still a big quarter, 10 goals, but uh, they're definitely playing well enough to do so. They've had a couple of uh, quarters where they've kicked seven. In both those terms, the first and third, they kicked uh, seven, six in the first. Then they've kicked eight goals, two. So they've had seven, eight and six. So they're due a, a big quarter. They've kicked mm. a few points as well. So Six goals, seven in that quarter. So yeah. they've, they've had 13 shots, uh, 10 shots and 13 shots. So um, if they can run it out, they might, be, they might get a little tired in this last quarter. We'll just go through the goal scorers here now. Do you want to take the, uh, the Tigers' uh, scorers? All right. Uh, I'll just have enough breath to get through them all. <laughs> Armstrong, Kavanagh and Williams. Oh, OK, so it must be me. I'll take oh. the Swans. I may have to pass you it at half-time because I might get a bit tired myself. Yep. I'll run down... No, I'll do it from the, uh, the leading goal scorer. The leading goal scorer on the ground is Matthew Laidlaw. He has four. Leo Barry has three. Brendan Murphy has three, all in the first term. Nathan Gordon has two. 
And then there's an absolute plethora of singles. Now they are Daniel O'Keefe, Crouch, Buchanan, Moore, Brabazon, Oriole, Gilchrist, May and Greenwell. So there's only about half a dozen Sydney Swans players who have not scored a goal this afternoon. And that would be the most pleasing aspect of their performance. Yes, they've, um, they've outclassed the Queanbeyan Tigers in all facets of the game. Their skill level has been excellent. Their run has been uh, eye-catching, to say the least. But the fact they've shared the workload, not only in, in their work rate on the ground, but in their goal scoring. And Craig, you were down there at the three-quarter time huddle. What, if anything, did Mark Armstrong say, and how can uh, the Queenie Tigers salvage some pride? He wants 30 minutes of committed football from everyone who's out on the park. If anyone is caught not manning up from the huddle on the kick out from a point, he said they are going to have their name and number taken, and I guess that's going to be a very unpleasant week ahead. For the uh, Swans, they're going to try a few things. Bravazon's going down to half back and trying to try and create some run from there. He's also taking, uh, I think it was Norton. Yeah, sorry, uh, Gilchrist down there as well and just going to use them down back as the ball up gets play underway. Crouch in the middle gets the first possession for Sydney, but it was smothered. Powell tries to go through for the Tigers. He picks it up, tackled, gets a handball across to Griggs. Wobbly old kick towards half forward to Manny. Missed him. Going through O'Dwyer, picks it up for Sydney. Gets it across to his teammate and Gordon. He's had a big game. Brings it wide. This will be uh, Greenwell. No, it's uh, one of the other top-ups, Smith. Goes back to Schmidt. Back to Brabazon. Into the middle. There's two swans loose. Jared Crouch, one of them. He just goes for a run. Pumps it long. Into the goal square. In fact, it's well uh, through. But away to the left and through for behind to the Sydney Swans. So he kicked that one from just on the 50 metre arc, up the distance easily. So 142 to 31. Kick in finds Danaher in the back pocket. Danaher, back pocket for the ties, goes short. Irwin to take the mark just inside the defensive 50. He goes straight across the ground. Needs to be a good kick. He set uh, Westcombe up a pass. Should get a free kick for in the back. Didn't need to do that, did the, uh, the Sydney Swans player. He was going to get there in time, that player being Gordon. Gave away the free kick, Westcombe now. Just pops it over the top, misses the target by 10 metres. It was only a 20 metre kick, and that ball has been seen over the line. And the boundary umpire will throw it back into play about 80 metres around from the Sydney Swans goal. It's been all Sydney today. Queenian Tigers, just not good enough today and not good enough for the majority of the season. Iopi gets the tap down from Dickinson, goes straight through uh, Griggs's hands. He picks the ball up, gives it back to Dickinson. He's thrown to the ground and the umpire will have to ball up again. But Mal, I guess we keep coming to these games with high hopes and maybe they're false hopes. Queenian Tigers obviously not good enough. They've only won five times this season, so maybe we have uh, too high expectations of them. As uh, Crouch got for more. Good smother there by Stevens. Back into the middle, picked up by Gilchrist. He's tackled by Oppie. Ball spills out of the pack. Swans have got it. Lucky high free kick goes to McNeil. He's got players loose at half forward, finds one of them. So they'll settle it down here, Sydney. This is where Merv wanted to go man on man. That's a beautiful kick, whoever kicked it. It's a goal. And just waiting for him to turn around and spot his number up. <laughs> he turns the opposite yeah, way. But it was a beautiful kick. 
We'll keep an eye on him. Just read that story out. It was out. May, wasn't it, in the 45? Uh, no, not oh, sure. Oh, no, it's Murphy. No, no it's definitely no, it's not Murphy. 51. It's 51. Smith. So. Smith, another goal scorer. He hasn't scored this afternoon, so the, S- the Swans, they might well have 22 goal scorers this afternoon. 22-16, 100 and a lot. 48 to 3-13-31. Five gone last quarter. That was a beautiful kick, that one from Smith. Outside the 50, slotted it through. As back in the middle, Danaher tries to break three, does. Goes by hand to Griggs. High up and under. Mark that one, fellas. Nobody can. Good punch away at the back. Is not. It's across the shoulder, according to the umpire. And Armstrong will get a charity. Penalised was Mike Pike, you can imagine. Just because we didn't see it doesn't mean it wasn't there now. Oh, We've missed a little bit so far this season. Well, look, the, well, it was all ball with the fist. So, Merv, can he get one through the middle? Beautiful kick, straight through that one. So he gets his second for the afternoon, the fourth for the Tigers. Can they win the last quarter just to get something out of, something out of this train wreck? In a word, no. Well, they're only trailing by a point in the last quarter. Let's uh, give them some hope. 22-16, 148 to 4-13-37. Port Adelaide have won 17-10, 112 to 11-10-76. They'll be satisfied for another week there at uh, Albert and Oval. And Richmond are 11-8-74. The Kangaroos are coming back 7-10-52. Ball in the middle. Griggs for the Queanbeyan Tiger. Gets a handball to Little. Amble again to Stevens. On the left, misses the target. Manny outmanoeuvres his opponent nicely. You know, Dwyer. Kick smothered, though. Little went without the football. Tried to do something before he got the ball. Schmidt now has the ball. Quick handle over the top. Thornton. Another handle by the Swans. Running the ball towards this grandstand wing. Goes long into the forward line. Contest there. Ball comes to ground. Picked up now by Irwin. Gets a handball to Thompson for the Tigers. Back to Irwin in the 1-2. Nice football. Irwin, handballs to Quaid, to Stevens, you're in trouble there, got the ball out to Watman, handball to Quaid, ball is on the set, on the out, or the wing, sorry, off the grandstand, kicked across to Kavanagh, loose player across the middle there is Danaher, should take the mark and run in towards the 50, Danaher on the fly, can the Tigers get two in a row, oh, Williams in the goal square, plays on after taking the mark, and there's something we haven't seen all afternoon, Tigers get two goals in a row, Scoreboard is flying now for the Queanbeyan Tigers. They're 5-13-43. Only 105 points in arrears of the Swans. 22-16-148. Tigers just... Uh, well, if I can say one thing that's never flat with the Tigers, and that's the beer over at the Tigers Club. The Tigers Club proud sponsors of QBN FM Football. Get down the Terrace Bistro, and uh, as I said, it will be a... Uh, well, a good beer there. Bursting out of the middle, Griggs for the Tigers. He fell over, gets up, goes back to Todd Dickinson, back to Danaher with a handball. Where was this play in the first quarter? Up looking for Williams. Tried to take a hanger, couldn't. Falls to Manny, tackled, and he's penalised for holding the ball. Umpire says, come back. Free kick will go to Pike. Yeah, no such thing as advantage in this game. No, obviously not. Changed the rules, have they? No <laughs> kicking in danger either. But two blokes with their hands kicked off. The short kick out, finds Thornton, nobody manning him up. Who's his opponent in the book, are they? Long kick from Thornton, out looking for Murphy, clears him. It's a two-on-one of the Tigers, good tap from Quaid, finds Powell. 
Out wide, Westcombe. He's under yeah. pressure. Turns it over. Should be holding the ball. Well, it was almost holding the man as well. Adelaide hand pass there too. Todd Dickinson mopped it up. Back to Powell. Can he find a teammate? Across the ground to Scott Dickinson. Just marked it. So slow build up again. They need to play on quickly. They go wide. And that'll be Westcombe out there with the mark again. Maybe they're just trying to rack up some stats. Well, they'd need you. They're a long, long way behind their average. Short pass again. That's a high kick. Mark that one, Dickinson. No hope. And the ball will go out before Quaid keeps it in. Out on the full. Who was that against? Against the Swans. Westcombe pleads his case for the football. Well, neither umpire knows. Well, Worst part about that short kick by Westcombe, went 20 metres to a one-on-one contest. I can't no. see the point in that. Yep. Some of their uh, field kicking is just terrible. That uh, is another high up and under out towards the scoreboard. Nobody can mark it at the front. Kavanagh robed it while he's tackled. Umpire says holding the ball. I meant to tell you, fellas, uh, the free kick that got reversed when there was no advantage played, it was descent. They were, uh, the umpire said they weren't happy with the way Murph threw the ball back, and he's, he was very upset because he was throwing it back to his own player. Then, as uh, well as uh, we saw at three-quarter time, that Johnny Elias had his left boot off. So I don't think we're going to see John in the last quarter. Won't see John, but we've just seen a goal by Eamon Buchanan. That's his second of the afternoon, and the Swans' 23rd. 23 goals, 16, 154. Queenbian, 5-13-43. I haven't got a problem with the decision being reversed, Craig, but it really was down to the umpire's poor decision of not allowing uh, play to the advantage. Queenbian Tyres got the free kick, picked up the ball, which was close to the vicinity of the free kick, bounding through the centre square, hit Merv on the chest. So really... If the advantage rule is to be played as it should be, that should have been a goal-scoring opportunity to Mark Armstrong. He didn't get it, and he wasn't real happy about it. Back in the middle, Dickinson won the tap and finishes up roving his own ball. Going in there, Griggs. Wobbly hand pass, cut off, but now it falls back to Dickinson. Griggs has got it. Just kick it, mate, rather than looking for a handball every time. Westcombe went in, went without it, finishes up back with uh, Griggs again. Again, he handballs it. It's uh, out on the other side of the ground. They finish up turning it over. Brabazon goes for a bit of a run. Gives up the chase too easy there, Griggs. Yep. Well, he had 16 handballs. He was tired at the back. It's uh, Laidlaw. Gets it back to Gordon. He's got to play it loose in the goal square. Went over his head. Brabazon. Can he get after it? Well, he's running slower than I do, which is not good. Quaid chases after him. He picks it up, Brabazon. He's got to play it loose there as well. It's uh, Crouch or more, but it's a goal. Easy as you like, slow motion stuff. Another goal of Sydney, Jared Moore, was it? It was Jared Moore. That's his second of the afternoon. So they're sharing the workload as far as the goals are concerned. But you're right, Mal. That was slow motion football, and you know I know Griggs is tired. He's a young fella, but um, he wouldn't have had to run so far if he had to just put the ball on the boot. Unfortunately, his mistake caused a turnover, and then he had to chase, and he gave up on the chase to Brabazon. Now he's making his way into the centre of the square, so he's, he's knackered already and he's in the centre of the square, so we're pretty much going to be playing 4v3 in there, you'd think. Ball up, Oriel gets a tap down, straight down towards Smith, quick kick into the Swans' forward line. In front there for the Swans is Moore. Around the corner goes long, one-on-one contest down there, goes over the back of Irwin and his opponent in Laidlaw, and Irwin sees the ball over the line. Left forward pocket for the Sydney Swans, kicking towards the 
Queanbeyan Tigers then, as Craig has mentioned, get up there for a meal and a beer, 20 Queen Bar Road there in Carabar. Won't be too much, uh, too many smiles down there this evening, so hopefully the beer is cold and the food is hot. Throw in now, Oriel might have just got that one down. It's picked up there by McNeil. Centres the ball. Good discipline play. Wasn't a great kick though, but the idea was right. Picked up there by the Swans player in Gordon. Around the corner. Loose player in the square. Oh, call play on for some reason. Handball across. Easy as you like. And Jared Moore gets his third goal this afternoon. And the Swans, not happy with only being 117 points in front. They move to 25 goals, 16 that's 166 to the Queensland Tigers. Five goals, 13, 43. We're about 12 and a half minutes in to a very, very tough to watch last quarter here at Dairy Farmers Park. That kick must have been touched off the boot. I'm not sure why it was uh, called playing. It looked to go the required distance. But uh, you're dead right on with the four on three call earlier in the middle because. Uh, Briggs' opponent just took the ball straight out of the centre. Up they go again. Oriol wins the tap down. Crouch will just take it away again. He's killing them. Up towards uh, half forward in front. That's a free kick. Holding the man. Is it going to go to Irwin though? Yes, I thought it was going to go to Thornton. Uh, wasn't he, wasn't he behind? He was, but uh, he said he was held back. Or sh sorry, she said. <laughs> Westcombe's got the mark. Don't, oh, don't ask me. I'm not touching that one. I'm giving up on them. <laughs> um, out on the wing, it's a Tigers mark. Thompson, shocking kick. 15-metre kick that bounced 10 metres in front of his teammate. And they turn it over. Here's Crouch again. He's got Thornton loose in half forward, takes the mark. Well, Thornton hasn't kicked a goal yet in this game, so he's uh, trying to get towards Niso, 22 individuals. Well, they've had 14. It wasn't Thompson out there, Mal. It was Slater with the was poor it? kick. Oh, yeah. Shocker. But, uh, yeah, opportunity here now for the 15th goal scorer of a very productive afternoon for the Swans. And they all can kick goals because he has got his first. That's Kristen Thompson. He's got his first of the afternoon and the Sydney Swans. That's their 15th goal scorer so far today. We've still got at least 10 or 15 minutes to go. 26 goals, 16, 172. Very rarely do you see an opposition side kick 26 goals against the Tigers at uh, Dairy Farmers Park. Queanbeyan Tigers, they kicked two in a row a while ago and they're on 5-13-43. And, gee, uh, it's one of the most embarrassing displays I've seen by a black and gold outfit in my time here. Longmore now in ruck, but he's easily beaten. Here's Schmidt, he hasn't kicked one. Well, he went to kick it and missed it. That's surely dropping the ball. But uh, Crouch finds it for him back in the middle. He's got to play it loose on this outer side wing. Two to beat. And uh, Thompson did it well, went to Stevens with a handball. Puts Griggs under the pump. That's holding the ball. Had no chance there. Sold him directly into trouble and Crouch with the tackle line. Bit late for that. Schmidt's got the ball in the middle. He just pumps it long. Down looking for Thornton. Look at the foot. At the back. It'll t well, he went to tap it to Murphy, but he finished up just punching it through for a rush behind. So uh, that gets the uh, Tigers off the hook there. 26 goals, 17, 173 to 5, 13, 43. Grieg uh, finally off with Danaher heading back onto the ground. He's not looking in a good way, is Griggs. He's worked pretty hard, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately he was that tired. He got to the centre of the ground. He needed someone to come in there and help him. He should have been uh, talked about five minutes ago because he is totally spent. 
and uh, he's waddling his way to the uh, the Tigers dugout now. Ball's on the outer side, next to the ETU sign. It will be Longmore against Oriel. Longmore's in front, should get the tap and does, but well done there by Oriel. Bit of a throw towards Schmidt, goes back towards the outside run. Swan's looking good, handball back towards Schmidt, approaching 50, goes short, is that 15? It is, and the mark's been taken by the first quarter here. I haven't seen much of him, I guess, since that first quarter in Brendan Murphy, and he will go back and line up for his fourth. And I guess Mowley started off like a house on five, been pretty quiet, but you kick four goals in an afternoon, you've uh, generally done your job. Yeah, especially when you've got uh, 14 other teammates who've kicked a couple as well. Murphy kicking from just inside 50. Nice kick off the boot. Umpire makes a little bit of headway towards her right and it's missed to the left-hand side of the upright. Minor score to the Sydney Swans, 26-18. 44 scoring shots. That's 174. Queensland Tigers, 5-13-43. Now, luckily for the uh, Tigers, they don't play next week. There's no AFL Canberra games next week. With the uh, AFL game here on Sunday, Melbourne versus the Swans. Short kick by Watman to himself. Now he bombs it long. Out to a loose player. Is it going to stay in? Yes, just. Longmore took the mark before it went over the line on the full. Short pass. That's barely 15. Finds Kavanagh. It's like many of his teammates, he's been quiet today. Back and across is the only real option there. The Swans blocking up the space beautifully. So he just kicks it high and long. Nobody can mark it. It's all Sydney at the fall of the ball. Buchanan spots up Murphy beautifully at half forward. And that's almost going to be 50. It's rained to the ground after he marked it. It's got to play it loose. It's Schmidt. Here's another goal scorer coming up, maybe. I think it's out of his range. You reckon? He's marked it inside 50. He's kicking with the wind, is he? He is kicking with the wind. He hasn't he's kicked. headed at the right goalpost as he looks at it. They're kicking to the right-hand side of your dial. Goes with a short pass. He's found O'Dwyer. He hasn't kicked one either. Yeah, they're sharing it around, aren't they? But I told you Smith couldn't go the journey. Yeah, he, uh, he knew a bit more about himself than we did. Just inside 50, kicking with a breeze. It's a, it's a nice breeze, probably two or three goal, but he passed it off to O'Dwyer. And he will go back. He kicked eight goals so far this season. Has O'Dwyer hasn't added to it this afternoon. Opportunity to make the uh, the scoreboard look even more impressive for the Sydney Swans, if you think it can be. O'Dwyer, he's missed again to the uh, the left hand side. Few players have missed to that left hand side. Armstrong seems to keep missing to the right. So there's no there's no signs to the uh, the kicking for goal here this afternoon. But it's a lot of shots at goal for the Sydney Swans. Kicked it like a backman. Watman will bring the ball in for the Tigers. Hasn't seen a lot of the football, but the ball's been down his end for most of the afternoon. Mark taken there by Thompson for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Need to be a lot quicker with moving this ball because Sydney are just flooding back. Good hands there by Longmore. Gets the handball off to Little. Out of side towards the wing. Mark taken there by Quaid. Quaid now goes inboard again. Mark taken there by Dickinson. Pretty much at the true uh, out of side wing. Oh, it goes short. Tried to square the ball to a contest. Not a good option there. Picked off by the Sydney Swans. Ball's in the hands of Crouch. Oh, raffle it between the two of them. Smith or... That might well be number 51 in Smith. I guess we can't see him at the moment. Well, we can see him, but we just can't see his number. Queen Tiger defenders couldn't see him because he snuck out the back. 
Well, it was a turnover in the middle of the ground. They all just pushed forward and, of course, they get burnt because the backmen are all up in the centre. Yeah, fair call. Not the defender's fault, that one. Poor kicking option there by the Tigers. Kick on its way, misses to the right-hand side. It was actually missed there by Matthew May. He's already kicked a goal, so didn't really need to kick one. <laughs> Tigers get the ball back in. Picked off there is Westcombe. He's got the ball for the Tigers. Kicking was by Watman. Might get it back here. I might be off. Greg gone. Westcombe goes down the line. Trying to find the Queanbeyan Tiger player, but uh, oh, the umpire's seen a free kick. Hanging on to Ryan Quaid. Good spot there by the umpire because I couldn't see it. Goes back inboard. Thompson takes the mark. Out of side wing. That's a penetrating kick. Goes long towards Williams. Under the football. Picks it up now. Does Williams. Handballs to himself. Around on the right. Which way will the ball bounce? It needs a kind bounce for the Tigers. He gets it too. Williams has kicked the freak goal. Too much too late for the Queensland Tigers. That's his third. I guess when the sides only kick six and you've kicked three of them, you've, you've done your job. Well done to Paul Williams. He's got the Tigers' sixth goal of the afternoon. And they crawl like a snail. The six goals, 13-49. Miles away from the Sydney Swans. 26 goals, 20-176. And I wonder, Mal, whether the actuaria scoreboard has got enough numbers over there. Yeah, well, we might find out shortly. Three-quarter time at the MCG and it's... Uh Richmond 11.975, leading North Melbourne on the comeback, 8.11.59. Five goals to one in that quarter to North Melbourne. As the Tigers in the middle again through Griggs, kicks it this time. Out wide, looking for Todd Dickinson, takes the mark, plays on quickly, looking for Mark Armstrong, who takes the mark in front of Oriel. And he should just go back from 35 out and slot it for his third of the afternoon. I just hope he doesn't miss it to the right. He's had a few pings. He's kicked two goals, about four or five, I think. Well, he needs to put it a fraction to the left with the wind here because it'll hold it back to the right. Just needs to aim at the left-hand goalpost, you'd think. If you miss it to the right, he won't be happy. Oh, he's, he's, he's not even going to make the distance. That's not a good effort. Mark taken down there for the Tigers. Looks like it might be Longmore. It is. The big ruckman down there marked it over the top of Williams and Armstrong. Couldn't make the distance from about 35, 40, so a bit disappointed. Well, those flags are blowing pretty hard the other way, so... Yeah, it really has picked up here in the last five, ten minutes. No, fair enough. Apologies to Armstrong. Longmore now should not have a problem with the distance, but he has with the accuracy. Bit too thin there. Goes through for a minor score. 6.14.50. They've cracked the half ton so they can raise the bat, but they're a long way away from the Sydney Swans. 26-20, yeah, well, There's a few Australian batsmen who need to raise their bat in that uh, test match over at Lords. Either that or hopefully it'll rain for two days. I reckon you've got more chance of it raining for two days. Swans bring the ball out again. There's a loose player and that mark is taken there by O'Dwyer. Plays on quickly. Goes short again. Misses the target. Oh. No, he doesn't. Turns around nicely there. Did Gordon. Another loose player. This is going to be coast to coast for the Swans. Coming in there is Murphy. Always oh, missed to the left-hand side as well. Should have done better, Mal. He was running into an open goal. Mm. Just needed to uh, pop it straight through the high diddle-diddle. Uh, yeah, very casual. But, gee, they went from uh, coast to coast there and uh, they looked very impressive in doing so. Short kick in, marked by Griggs. Came from Watman. Again, he goes uh, looking for a handball, but he kicks it backwards to Westcombe in the back pocket. High kick out towards Manny on centre wing. Couldn't mark it. He's got some help out there from Danaher, though. He's got loose players in the middle, Longmore, one of them. Mm. He goes looking for him, but he's Pike. 
Just comes straight over the top. He hasn't kicked a goal. He plays on, though. Goes looking for Laidlaw. Slapped away. Finishes up with Thornton. He's kicked smothered. Back to Powell. Again, he tries to break through the tackles. Just gets his kick away. Fortunately, he skews off the side of his boot to Danaher on centre wing. What's he going to try and do? He just goes long out looking for Kavanagh near the scoreboard. Good mark. Way too far out to score, though. Back into the centre of the ground. Longmore. Handball to Thompson. Running through the middle. Props. Gets himself into a bit of trouble. Satchel. Oh, oh wide handball smothered. He finishes up going back, finding it. Watman with the left. Into the forward pocket. Williams. Good, Good mark. Good use of the body. And that's a contender for the Dairy Farmers Mark of the Day for the Tigers. Haven't had too many other options. Haven't had too many highlights for the afternoon. No, well, I think uh, there was a tackle earlier on. I just can't remember who laid it. Probably the oh. only one they've laid all day. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. They've had, they had 30 up to three-quarter time, and even when you're second of the ball, 30 tackles is just not enough. Williams has hooked that one again. He's kicked poorly this afternoon. He's missed a couple. He has kicked three, and he has looked dangerous, and the ball's got down there. Unfortunately, with the Queen with ties, they just haven't got their hands on the football often enough, well, and we- haven't got it in their forward 50... When you run on a 45-degree angle, the only way the ball can go when you kick it is to the left. So it needs to just run in a straight line. The wind might be playing a bit of mind games there with some of the Queensland Tiger players. It hasn't played it with the Swans. more now. Get the ball out of the defensive 50, out towards Thompson. Thornton, I should say. Picks it up now. Goes towards Brabazon. Got the run of the football here. Can duck in board. No, Mitchie Danaher puts on a tackle. Good work there, but he's got no support. Butters up again. Great second effort by Danaher. Forces a mistake. Picked up by Iopi. Tries to uh, palm off Brabazon, but he's not having anything to do with that. But he's got the free kick, I think, for too high. That's a lucky one to Iopi. I thought he, I thought he was in that. the back, actually. Yeah, yeah, he's got the free kick. <laughs> Just caught the ball in the face as well. And Iopi will take the free kick. Half-back line for the Tigers. He goes short, sets up oh. his team. That's a terrible kick by the co-captain. And there's a soft free kick again. There's a ticky touch with game these days, and the free kick is yep. in the hands. That might well be Stevens. Square up. A bit late for that. Out wide. Tigers have got the mark. Called to play on. Todd Dickinson pumps it long, but it's all Sydney at the back half. And Williams, be careful. There's nothing but a report there. Yeah. So Sydney took the mark. Handball to Brabazon. Cross the ground at Dwyer. He'll square it up through the middle. Gets around his uh, opponent a bit too easily on the mark. Out they come again. Bounces over Buchanan's head. At the back, Slater for the Tigers. Handball smothered by Thornton. Buchanan in the van now. Picks it up. Goes for a bit of a run, way too easy to Schmidt, back to Buchanan, back to Schmidt. No pressure coming to him, so he just kicks it. There's three Sydney players loose and going up Laidlaw. That's not the manning up that uh, Merv was wanting earlier. Oh, short kick kick there when there's a man open in the square. Was cut off by Little, went with the handball to Westcombe, bounces in front of Thompson. Goes back to Westcombe with a handball, back to uh, Slater in the middle with a handball to Longmore, now to Thompson well he's got a problem so he goes back to Longmore with a handball Laidlaw and uh, if he's at uh, Slater just having a bit of a tater tay in the back plate well, I tell you what if Wally Thompson's got a sense of humour he'll blow the siren here put us all over our misery, balls in the hands of Thompson, plays on wrapped up by Krauss, gets a handball out 
towards Slater. He's wrapped up. Good tackling by the Swans. They're going from go to woe here at Dairy Farmers Park. Tackled him high. Queensland Tiger player in Kavanagh tackled high at centre-half back, mind you. Gets the ball out wide to Westcombe. He goes short. Ball's taken there by Stevens. Handle back off to Westcombe around the corner. Sets a task there for Watman. Gets the ball in hand now. Tackled there by Buchanan. And the umpire's given a free kick for holding on. And the Queanbeyan Tigers trying to mount another attack. Buchanan is holding his wrist here. He might have just landed on, on an arm or, or something there, I'd say. Just maybe a bit of bruising. He ran into the umpire there as well. Watman now. Grandstand wing. Goes short. Loose player for the Tigers there is Kavanagh. Marks the ball, 65 metres out from goal. He goes short. Option there is Williams. Great mark there by Williams. He's made to earn that too. Ridden into the ground by the Sydney Swans player in the headlock there by Prowse. So he really earned that one, Mal. And uh, Williams might be feeling the effects of that one. Yeah, I think Prowse landed on top of him as well, which didn't help. So let's see if he can... Uh, the freeze has just picked up. Or A, make the distance and then get the accuracy... Williams, and he comes with this run out to the right, hooking it back, and of course... The winds bring it back. It starts way left, and the wind brings it back through the middle. On a still day, that would have gone out of bounds on the full to the left. Well, that was the wind that brought that one back, not his kicking style. <laughs> but it's his fourth goal of the afternoon, Mark Williams, so he's done a, a good job in a low-scoring team effort. They go... This is their best quarter of the game. They've kicked four goals, which was... More than the first three quarters added together. 7-15, 57, but that's still uh, 120 points behind. 20 goals, the difference. 26-21, 177. 30-minute mark of the final term as we are out of our misery here at Dairy Farmers Park. Yes, thank you, Wally Thompson. You really should have blown that about or an hour and 45 minutes ago. Actuate your scoreboard. It's not a good one if you're a Queanbeyan Tiger fan. It is. The Sydney Swans, 26 goals, 21, 177. 20 goal winners here. The Queanbeyan Tigers, 7, 15, 57. And Mal, you and I have called a few games. Have we seen a more one-sided game here at uh, Derry Farmers Park before? Uh, absolutely not. I don't think I've ever seen Queanbeyan lose by 20 goals. So... Uh... It's just one of those performances where uh, you're just at a loss to explain it. But I think you wrote down some notes at half-time. Too slow, always behind, not picking up your man. It's all just the same stuff over and over again. And uh, when you do that against uh, a team with uh, a fair bit of experience in it, like Sydney had today, you're going to get smashed. But to, uh, to lose by 20 goals, that's just... Uh, Coming here today, I would not have thought the margin would be 20. I thought it might be 20 points, maybe. We've hoped for a, uh, a Tigers victory, but to lose by 120 is just uh, mind-boggling. Well, as I said earlier, off-air, off there's a few players now in the centre of the ground that are closer now to their opponents than they have been for most of the afternoon as players exchange handshakes and pleasantries. I guess a disappointing thing about this afternoon, Mal, is it was a must-win game for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Mm-hmm. They're only two points outside of the four, so a win got them back in the four. A loss makes it really, really difficult now, and they're now relying on the Sydney Swans to lose two of their last three games, and the way they've played today, that's not going to happen. I think we have just seen a side that can mount a serious premiership uh, attack from fourth position. 
Well, especially if they keep um, these experienced guys in the reserves. And it'll be interesting to see what Sydney do in terms of their AFL team who are really out of the running now for uh, finals, whether they decide to, to keep the nucleus of this team in the reserve grade. And um, Because you're right, with, with this sort of level of experience, they're going to be hard to toss come September on a fine sunny day at Marnica. You can just imagine them uh, outrunning some of the uh, the leading teams. And uh, to be honest, Eastlake look like they've dropped their bundle. Ainsley are a bit up and down. Belconnen, clearly the team still to beat. But uh, a hard-running Sydney team at Marnica on a fine sunny day, they might be hard to toss. Yeah, I haven't seen a more impressive performance this season by anyone playing against the Queanbeyan Tigers. Sydney Swans have uh, won here quite convincingly. Well, just you got some stats in your hands there, man. I'm sure it's not fantastic reading. Well, it was amazing in the last quarter. They had uh, 94 possessions, which was clearly their uh, the most for any quarter. But still, not one player got 20. 19 was the best. Mitch Danaher, Mark Howell got 18, Chris Thompson 18, Michael Westcom 17. He got nine kicks in the last quarter, but I don't think any of them were effective. Uh, Quaid 15, Irwin 15, Stevens 15, Armstrong 14, Griggs 14, most of them are handballs, 8, which uh, a lot of them don't hit the target unfortunately, Scott Dickinson 13, Kavanagh 13, most of them in the back half as well, which is not where you want them, Todd Dickinson 12, Williams 11, he was their only shining light up forward really with 4 goals, Ioppe 11, Longmore 9, Slater 9, Manny 9, Chris Davis got injured I think 8, Watman 8, Little 7, poor game from him, Elias, well, didn't play the last quarter, In ankle problem 7, Satchel 5, Jakes 4, and Leshke only the 1, also injured during the game. So they picked up uh, injuries to three key players, Leshke, Jakes, and Elias, and uh, so they're probably going to need next week off because uh, I don't think any of them would play if the game was on next week. Yeah, not enough being done by enough players for the Queanbeyan Tigers. As you said, leading possession getter only 19. And when you haven't got Mitchie Danaher getting his 30 and Liskey getting 25 and some of the other players chipping in with, with mid-20s or low-20s, it makes for a difficult afternoon. I've got some goal scorers here. Mel, I'm going to get you to do the Sydney Swans goals. I'm a bit tired after reading them out for most of the afternoon. I'll okay. take the Queanbeyan Tigers goal scorers. All right. Mark Armstrong got two. James Cavanagh got one. And Paul Williams got four. So three goal scorers for the Queanbeyan Tigers made up their total of seven. And uh, that's just not enough uh, across the board for Tigers. No, well, they were the only three goal scorers all day, I think. Uh, and all they did was change the number they've kicked. And when you only have three goal scorers, that's just uh, not going to win you any games of football. For Sydney, they shared it around beautifully. Laidlaw with four, three each to Leo Barry. God's sake, if you, if you came here thinking Leo Barry had kicked three goals, you would have been sent home and sent to that uh, place with the white jackets, but he did. Moore kicked three, and then uh, two each to be... Oh, Murphy got three as well, all in the first quarter. He was pretty well held by Quaid after that. Um, two goals to Buchanan. He was probably best on ground for mine. Gordon also kicked two. And then singles to O'Keefe, who got injured, I think, during the game. Thornton, Crouch, Brabazon... 
a real Gilchrist, May, Smith and Greenwell. In fact, it would have been quicker to say who didn't kick one. Um, in fact, we might just mention those ones. Prowse, but he was in the back line most of the day. Wilson, didn't see much of him. Uh, McNeil, he had a pretty good game anyway. Bott Noonan was in the back half. O'Dwyer was in the back half. Pike and Schmidt. Schmidt had a chance in the last quarter to kick one, but he chickened out from 45 metres out. So it I was... Well, you couldn't say anything more, but an absolute flogging. 26-21, 177 to 7-15-57. Tigers now need to win all three of their remaining games. In a fortnight, they played Greenway against Tuggeron. On today's performance, they will struggle to win. Yeah, they do always struggle against Tuggeron, no matter where they play. But uh, they do have a fortnight to regroup, and they'll need every single second of that because they were totally outclassed by a very clinical Sydney Swans team here today. Queenland Tigers, I, I said during the call on several occasions, not only this week but in, in other weeks as well, maybe we expect too much from this group. They are a young group. Um, they've still got some players learning the game. And, you know, hopefully they do take away some positives from this game as individuals to realise how far away they are from being really good footballers and a really good team. Well, to make it even more disappointing, they've come off a great 28-point win over the... Uh, league-leading Eastlake or former league-leaders Eastlake clearly overran them in the last quarter last week in what was a fantastic performance. Seven days later they come out here and they play like the um, the West Carabar under-7s. Yeah, disappointing. I mean, for me, I, during the week I was thinking to myself if the Queanbeyan Tiger could sneak a win here against the Swans, which was always going to be difficult, um, they could well go on and win the rest of their games and potentially... I know they don't fear Ainsley, which they would get in a semi-final. They don't fear Eastlake, who they probably would get in a prelim final. And we could have been talking about a potential grand final against maybe Bill Connum, but they, on, on this performance today, they haven't got a, a ball's raw chance of getting anywhere near the top four. And if they did get in there, they wouldn't deserve to, uh, to go too far on what we've seen this afternoon. Mm. Well, the remaining games, as I mentioned, in a fortnight at Greenway against Tuggerong, they then go to Ainsley to play against the... Uh, Tricolors haven't beaten them this season, so they'll struggle there. And then they finish off the season out here at Dairy Farmers against Eastlake, who they've got a good record against and match up quite well on. So you should mark them down for a win against uh, Tuggeranong, probably against Eastlake, not likely against Ainsley. Um, Sydney in the last round play Tuggeranong at the SCG. Oh, no, it's ANZ Stadium, I think. So you'd imagine that Sydney will uh, win that one easily. They need to lose the other two, so the Tigers really do need to win all three to get there because they're a game and a half behind now. Yeah, look, I can't see them winning all three and I can't see the Sydney Swans losing all three. So I guess we've seen the finals, potentially the finals fade away for the Queanbeyan Tigers out here in front of a healthy crowd at Derry Farmers Park. We do have some awards to give out now, and that's going to be tougher than reading the Sydney Swans goalkeeping list because uh, there's some awards there that I can't really find winners for from a Queanbeyan Tiger perspective, but... We'll have a look through them anyway. Uh, we've got the Dale and Hitchcock goal of the day. Well, when you kick 20, 26 goals, it's barely one that was a standout, but they were all very good, very good team goals. So I don't know if there was one that really stood out, guys. Brabazon is, gets Craig's vote. I can't think of anything that's going to beat that. So, Mal, can you think of any? I was impressed by the one that uh, number 51 Smith kicked there from the 50 metre, outside the 50 metre arc. It was a beautiful kick. There was also uh, Paul Williams' uh, snap around the corner up here in the last quarter, I think, where he uh, beat three or four players and dribbled it through 
for a goal, so uh, I prefer to give it to a Queanbeyan player. Yeah, look, on. totally agree. Unfortunately, it wasn't a real standout. So, look, we'll give it to Paul Williams, who did battle hard, kicked four goals, and uh, he wins the Dale and Hitchcock goal of the day, the Dairy Farmers mark of the day. Well, I don't really recall too many high-flying marks either, so no. gee, they've made it tough for us today, the, uh, the two sides. We've got a vote for Williams. He was the only one that looked like taking a mark in the forward line for let's, the Queanbeyan Tigers. Let's just check the uh, final stats. Who's, who took the most marks? We'll yeah, give it to we'll them. do that. How about we throw it on a board, throw a dart, and wherever it lands, they can win the, uh, the Dairy Farmers Mark of the Day. Well, the official stats have equal top marks to Armstrong and Wescombe. Uh, don't no. recall too many big marks between those two, so... No, no. Kavanaugh was next, best was seven. Well, you'd have to take one mark off Armstrong, because he got returned and then reversed. Yeah, yeah, won't give it to Mark. He was a little bit undisciplined in that play, but... No, I'm going to throw it to Chris Davis. It took two ball-tearing marks last week in the last quarter game, so he's like, I'm going to give the, uh, the mark of the day. I'm going to give the Dairy Farmers mark of the day to Chris Davis who took a couple of corkers last week. Not one mark beat those two last week, so I'm going to give it to Chris Davis. Well, he didn't take any today, so uh, uh, brought back to the uh, ground. Tackle of the day from ETU. There was a ripper on one of the Swans players. It was early in the uh, game, out of side of the ground. I just didn't write down who it was. but uh, I did now. Did? I, I was all over that one. There was two that come to mind. One was Chris Thompson. That's the one I think you're thinking yep. of, out of side of the ground yep. in the second quarter. And then there was another one by James Manning on the Sydney Swans player just back out of the centre square. So they're the two standouts. I don't know how many tackles the Queanbeyan Tigers had. I know they had 30 up to three-quarter time. Probably didn't add to too many. Might have had 40 for the match. 35 for the game. Yes, that's well down in their average. They do like to have minimum two per player. So you times that by 22, you're going to get 44 tackles. So they'll weigh down on... It shows their work rate just wasn't there today, and they were just second to the ball too often. Yeah, quite a number of players with none, so that's not a good sign. Well, we have two standouts, Chris Thompson and or James Manny, so I'll let you decide this one, Mal. Oh, well, I don't remember Manny, so I'll go with Chris Thompson, because I did see that one, and I thought that was a ripper. Okay, so Chris Thompson... He gets the ETU tackle of the day. This is going to be the toughest award to hand out, particularly if you're trying to search for a Queanbeyan Tiger player, because yeah. I can't find any. It's the Tobin Brothers player of the day. And, uh, gee, looking down the list, I, I, I agree with you about um, Ryan Quaid. Did a good job down back on Brendan Murphy. Craig, you've just spat out a name there. Uh, Buchanan. I, I tried to get an interview with him. The batteries went dead. He was uh, about to do an interview with us there, and I, my best on ground was. Oh, he was clearly the best player on the ground. But yeah, we're, we're trying to we're trying to do something well, that no he, one can do here. So I'm trying to find a decent tiger player. No, what? Uh, he put the nail in the coffin in the first quarter. Hmm. That's how good he was today. First quarter seems so long ago. I can't really remember it. It's flushed out of my memory. Mal, you were trying to find a decent Queanbeyan player. Oh, look. Um, They've kicked 57 points for the day, and one bloke's kicked 28 of those, four goals for Paul Williams. For the amount of opportunities he got, which weren't many, uh, he's had 10 kicks, one handball, and seven marks, four goals, four out of seven goals, 15. He's probably one of few highlights for the Tigers today. I know I'm off the mic, so this won't work, but I've got a friend over from Canada at the moment. And to sum up today, to sum up to sum up today for me, Niso, I feel this much dumber after watching that game of football today. 
Okay, well, I'm not exactly feeling pretty smart after that comment. Um, I don't feel any dumber. I do feel a bit silly coming here with high hopes, if that's where you're alluding to. Um, but they're squashed quite, quite randomly uh, with the Queanbeyan Tigers over the last 18 months. Queanbeyan Tigers have only won five games for the year. I can't recall how many they won last year. May not have been two and six or seven, so it's been a pretty poor two years for the Queanbeyan Tigers. But uh, as we see some of the future Tiger stars kicking with their fathers, I did make note at half-time there's a bit of Oz kick happening and uh, I thought maybe they might have come on after half-time instead of the, uh, the Queanbeyan Tigers seniors. Couldn't have gone any worse than our seniors did today. They were totally smashed by a very good Sydney Swans side. I'm going to say right now, I think the Sydney Swans can go on and win this comp again. They were very impressive today. We haven't got too much more to talk about. Mao, have you got any AFL scores? Yes, well, uh, Richmond have gone the tank in the last quarter. It's uh, Richmond only having three points so far. 11-12-78, the Kangaroos, well, in fact, the Kangaroos are now in front. 11-13-79 to 11-12-78. It's been three goals, two to three points in the last quarter. 22 gone in the last quarter. North Melbourne in front for the first time today. Well, we'll wrap that up. It, it was here at Dairy Farmers Park. It was the Sydney Swans, 26 goals, 21-177. The Queanbeyan Tigers, 7-15-57. On behalf of Craig Ravel, Mal Prentice and myself, Michael Neeson, thanks for joining us this afternoon. And for now, it's back to the QBNFM studio.